In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that decided to go live Sunday night after watching three huge nights of wrestling, um, and we're tired, and we're going to talk about what went wrong and what went right. Uh, I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off... District Attorney Vincent K. K. Fabe, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm just pumped. So we're going to Zello Pro in a couple of weeks. Yeah, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about some big wrestling, but we're going to Zello Pro in a couple of weeks. I got a special shirt just for autographs where I can show the gun show. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty pumped about it. Thanks, Tony. Um, oh, oh this, <laughs> this isn't the shirt I should wear This isn't that? the shirt. Well, I mean, you can wear that if you want to, but we got, we got a different special shirt. Um to autograph up it's it's right now on the merch store go there autograph shirt designed by yours truly you can take to any with wrestling input show. from others like jlb not me i'm, I'm, in, I'm worthless i didn't say no <laughs> input but i still designed it yes don't take that away from me um but yes, you can go to our merch store, um, links in the doobly-doos uh, for the merch store, and you can get that shirt for whatever wrestling show that you're going for. Yeah, it has plenty of room for autographs on it. Take it there, fill it out, have them sign it, have them doodle on it, do whatever, and then you can hang it up, or you can wear it proudly, you can display it. Um, yeah. Great way to remember whatever show you go to, whether it's Zello Pro or uh, SummerSlam or... Um, whatever is in your area or rampage or whatever. Um, also joining us, uh, from up north, JLB, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, nothing much, man. Nothing much for the record input or no input. That was all you, bud. Genius on the design. So kudos to you there. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Maybe we could sell markers with that too, or something, because I think that would be like the perfect bundle. But I doubt it. I think it's just a t-shirt shop. So, can yeah, you tell by my hand that I'm fat? Yes, I didn't. You can tell I, by I, your I, hand. One hundred percent. But yeah, just a lot of wrestling this week. A lot of back and forth between dirt sheets and what went on, and trying to figure out why that went on at a certain SummerSlam. Uh, just really hectic weekend. I did no designing for school this weekend, and I'm blaming it on wrestling. I mean, not because that's... I'm procrastinate, but because of wrestling. <laughs> that's normal. I blame <laughs> I blame almost everything on wrestling. Mm, it's valid. But yeah, I'm ready to start this. It is what award show are we doing it for? We're doing it for oh, this we're just covering Summer the whole Slam? weekend. That this is our SummerSlam weekend, weekend okay. extravaganza, and because Ooh. of that, I'm going to to say we're going to take some moment at the beginning to address an elephant in the room that will need to be addressed. <sighs> um, uh, yeah. Um, it, it's going to need to be addressed there. Before we get into that, though, I'd uh, like to take a moment to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. 
Um, so you can head on over to tatnusco.com. Link is in the doobly-doo for that. And uh, you can listen to all the other podcasts in the network, see what else there, learn a little bit more about Tatnus um, and all of that. So head on over there. Um, but yeah, we'll get into it. Before we get into talking about the the weekend, which primarily is uh, is going to be the WWE side of things, SummerSlam and NXT. That's the main thing we're going to talk about. We do have to address the huge, huge event that happened on Friday. Much rumored, much talked about, much uh, discussed, uh, but CM Punk's return to wrestling on Friday Night Rampage. Um, We have to discuss that a bit because... Uh, AEW did absolutely everything right with that. Everything was perfect for it. They didn't make uh, people tuning in wait. I was worried about that because, you know, I was probably 90% certain that um, he was going to show up. Like, I, I had made it to that. I was like, they've made all the hints. They booked this. We've talked about it even on this show. They booked a 25,000-seat arena, the largest indoor arena in America, um, they they hinted and dropped hints, and Kenny Omega wore Cookie Monster shirts and Chick Magnet shirts and all of these shirts hinting at CM Punk's arrival. And they they dropped promos, Darby Allen calling out the best in the world, and you know everything. And uh, MJF talking uh, using exact phrases from the pipe bomb, you know things like that. They dropped so many hints that I, I was CM like, Punk being a football commentator or UFC com- uh, MMA mm-hmm. commentator and releasing yeah. hints there. Then the football commentator released hints, yeah. hints as well. So, and so yeah. with, with all of those hints, I was like, Tony Khan's not an idiot. He knows if he hints that much that CM Punk yeah. is going to be there and then books this huge arena in Chicago, CM Punk's uh, hometown, and then CM Punk doesn't show up. <laughs> That, um, to use a, a phrase from uh, Tiger King, he's not going to financially recover from that. Um, and so I was like 90. Probably... I, I really thought you were going to say Carol Baskin's that fucking bitch. <laughs> I really thought that's where you were going. I was like, what? That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> I, I, I was that, like, how's that, that tie bitch. in? Nope. He, he, he would not financially recover from that. And, and to be Maybe. fair, I, I feel like Karen, Carol Baskin, that fucking bitch, always ties into any scenario. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, that being said, here's the deal. is Tony Khan and his family are worth billions. He would be fine financially, but AEW would suffer a huge setback if they made all of these hints that CM Punk was going to come. And then suddenly didn't deliver on it, right? And then it's Braun Strowman with a uh-huh. deep dish yeah. Chicago style pizza. Uh-huh. Um, there, there's only a few ways they could have done it and not absolutely whiffed, and that would have been Brian Danielson coming out to Cult of Personality. Um, right. uh, but but even that would have been probably bad. So I was I was probably even up to 98% certain he was going to come. But I there was my worry in the back of my head the entire time that they were going to make us wait all the way until the end. And there was going to be like a minute left on the clock. And then his music would hit and he was just going to come out onto the stage and be like, I'm back. And that was it. Right. right. Um, and they didn't. They didn't make us wait at all. It was first thing on the show. Pyro hit. 
They're talking, what's going to happen? They pan to the crowd, and they did, like I said, everything was so perfect on it. Because they uh, they let the crowd chant CM Punk for a bit. They mic'd the crowd heavily for the CM Punk chants. They panned through the crowd, looking at the stage. And then you heard Cult of Personality start. And the pop was so loud, you couldn't hear the song. Correct. Um... Well, and, to be fair, I think there was also sound issues throughout the show. Because um, even sometimes the mic was a bit like you felt far away. Like it wasn't mic'd up properly. It was bad audio production, I still feel. Because all I, the music was still bad. Uh, I didn't notice that on most of the other ones. But, but the big thing with this, like I said, I heard the first notes of it. And then the crowd went crazy and I couldn't hear anything. Except for, I mean, like literally, you heard the crowd hit so high that they had to turn down the volume of the crowd because they were too loud. Um, And then they sent him out there to the ring. Uh, He came out. He was CM Punk. He 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 did his his uh, kneeling on the 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 ramp. uh, Did he say clobbering time? He didn't, huh? Um, he's, he said something, but it wasn't mic'd enough for us to tell whether he said clobbering time or not. I, I don't know. Uh, but he got up, he did his thing and then he came to the ring. He crowd surfed a bit. Uh, He did. He (laughs) went around and had fun with the crowd and then he got in and they gave him a mic for 17 minutes. Right. And they just said, you know, speak. You you are a professional. You know what you need to say. We brought you in. You're uh, hyping up that you're back and everything. You're hyping up that there's going to be a match with you and, and Darby Allen. Um, do what you do, uh, which was perfect, which was exactly what they needed to do. Right. They yeah. didn't overscript him. They didn't uh, constrain him. It, they did have to pay for it later in, in some of the matches. Uh, some of the matches they had to either rush, uh, which was fine. Like the Jade Cargill versus uh, Kira Hogan match. Unfortunately, they I feel they had to rush that. Um, yeah, they definitely really rushed that a lot. I, I, I think they probably wanted to give that five to ten minutes. And they ended up giving it like three to five minutes, you know, <laughs> right. um, if even that. Um, which is sad because Kira Hogan uh, really does deserve um, a, a little bit more of a run to show off what she can do. I, I followed her in, in Impact Wrestling, and she's really, really good. Um, but yeah, she got destroyed. <laughs> but she got destroyed um, against Jade Cargill. Against so... Jade Cargill. I, I like I said I I one hundred percent depends on agree. your build. She can recover from that build. She, I like I said I, for me, I would have just preferred there to be an eight minute match and then she loses. I'm not angry at that how she lo- lost. I just think she had some. She could have shown a little bit more to the crowd, so so the uninitiated AEW fans would be able to see it and go, oh, I see she can do some good stuff. Um, and they yeah, didn't but give the her Canadian a- smirk was all ah, I can't believe that or lose. It was Jade Cargill, bro. No, but I'm saying this is the first time we see Hogan on yeah. Rampage, right? Now, this no, is... in fairness, well, I've said this before. They booked themselves into this corner. 
They could have had Jade Cargill destroy all anyone, and they decided to have Jade Cargill destroy a brand new debuting debuting That's on Dynamite uh, right. or you know, on Rampage to be debuting on TV uh, star. And there there are people that they could have had had her destroy instead, but it's fine. Mm. I like I said, I I wish they would have given more, but I understand what's going. On. And and the thing is, there there's a feud that they can build out of it. Kiro can still got some offense in before Jade Gar- Cargill destroyed her. Although I do want to give a little bit of of uh, criticism to uh, the announced team because Jade Cargill put Kira Hogan up for what anyone who's followed wrestling for a while knows is the Glam Slam, um, which Jade Cargill has used before. And on commentary, they're like, oh, she, she hit her with that weird front face thing. I've never seen that before. It's the Glam Slam. It's been before. I understand if you don't want to 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 openly mention the other company, but at the same point, you you call it a sharpshooter when some people do it. You you know it's the simple fact is it's got a name for it. And uh, here's the if if Jade Cargill wants to give it her own name, then fine, give it her own name and call it that. But don't just call it or call it a generic name. Yeah, you can't even. You have to just say, you know, double underhook front slam. That would be fine, but you have to say it fluidly. You can't stumble well, over. The thing is, it's a finisher. It's Jade Cargill's finisher. So she either needs to give it a name or just call it the game slam slam, because that's obviously where she got it from. The first person I remember ever seeing do it was Beth. It was yeah. Beth Phoenix? It was Beth Phoenix? And she called it a glam slam. <laughs> So, so just, just don't shy away and just use it, anyways. Um, but that that match obviously suffered uh, because of uh, the CM Punk. They they had to probably shorten that. I'm sure the other matches had to be shortened in some ways uh, to make up for giving because it was a one hour show, and they gave a quarter, more than a quarter of the runtime, almost a third of the runtime of the show, to CM Punk to talk. And and uh, they had to make up for it in other ways, but it was it was the perfect re-debut. So I wanted to spend a little bit at the beginning talking about this this debut of CM Punk and say it was a huge moment. Um, ratings reportedly are in the one point one million for Rampage, nice. which is that's like a three hundred plus thousand bump jump from in a week. from previous in one week so. the uh the other thing I, I i do want to say since we brought up rampage and i know i said it the week before but god i love one hour wrestling shows it, it was really, just it, it's better <laughs> it, it you know i i'm i like the two hour because uh it's it's about the right time three hours great for pay-per-views four hours fine for pay-per-views um, but every Monday for three hours just yeah. is not. Ugh, and and I think I think one part that at least needs to be said. The caveat on this is is uh, it doesn't matter if it's one hour, two hour, or three hour. If it's bad wrestling and if it's bad TV, it's gonna it's gonna suck. Um, so it, the way Raw's been written recently, even if it was a thirty minute show, I'd still probably hate it. 
Well, if it was um, written the same, however, if you shorten it up, sometimes you do better writing because uh-huh. you're fitting, sometimes fitting that in more organically. What, what I would argue is the, the Twitter or uh, Vine mentality for things. Both Twitter and Vine came along and they said, hey, we're going to put constrictions uh, you know, on what people can use this for. And we feel that'll make them be more concise and more creative with it. When you only have six seconds to tell a story on Vine, or when you only have 140 characters to do it on Twitter, you, it forced you to, to be creative on how you told the story. Um, and then Vine eventually made it longer and then, and then went away, and now TikTok's here, and they did 15 seconds and 60 seconds, and now they have three minutes. And I can tell you on TikTok, three minutes. They have videos, three minutes? Yes, That's and three-minute videos uh, feel every minute of three minutes. Like, I bet, you, yeah, it's a bit when you much. Watch, when you watch a 15-second TikTok, you're like, yeah, this is fun and entertaining, and it goes quick and boom. When you watch a 60-second one, you're like, okay, I get it. And you get a three-minute, you're like... Damn. I didn't read that. Is that a new update? I totally didn't even realize. It's been within the last couple months. I feel like that was Bischoff's idea. Yeah. Yeah, You have three minutes. Three-minute warning. Um, But anyways, and so, yes, by constraining them down to one hour, it forces them to be more creative on what they do. Um, Constraining you down to two hours helps. Three hours. Uh, Nick Khan uh, on an earning on a interview call this week says he wants to stretch Raw to four hours, and I cried uh, when I heard that. I won't. <laughs> people won't stay for it. That, no. that fourth hour will be atrocious. Mm-hmm. And if it starts at six central, which is five in JLB's time, five p.m. JLB's time. Yeah. Other way around. If it's six for you, it's seven. Sorry. Seven your time. Seven to 1 a.m. Would you watch it? No. Or seven to 11? I, uh, no, I, dude, I can barely do the three hours. I'm honestly on my phone half the time because I really don't give a shit. I'd rather watch a highlight video or whatever have you because I can't. I can't. SmackDown, I could do two hours. Honestly, two hours is my limit now. I can't do three hours stuff anymore. AEW's Rampage being an hour was a bit quick for me. Um, but at the end of the day, I knew it was just a CM Punk scenario. Mm-hmm. I did like the Luchasaurus and Private Party match. I thought, uh, well, uh, mm-hmm. the Jurassic Express Private Party match. Um, the Moxley match, I totally forgot who he fought, but was okay to like Daniel Garcia. Uh, it was decent. It's just a bit quick. It's just a bit deal. quick. That's the only yeah. thing. And that's the deal. Both of those matches, I think, suffered because of the CM Punk. Uh, because I think both of them, I think all three of the matches were designed to be a little bit longer. And well, I, I think Khan, no ifs, ands, or buts, wants three matches on every one-hour show, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. Um, but but then you get, you know, when you have an event like CM Punk showing up, you're going to have those be shorter. Um, I I would I, I do want to throw in this uh, to Nick Khan. Um, if you go to four hours. First two hours needs to be raw. Second two hours needs to be NXT and get rid of NXT on Tuesday nights. That's the only reason to do that. Well, not if that might be think. what. Well, that I might was be not it with the rebranding, right? So. But you have to shut down and restart, and it has to look different. It has to be different because, quite frankly, I can enjoy three hours of wrestling on Friday nights, 
SmackDown's mm-hmm. the best, the best main roster product that WWE puts out, and it was enjoyable, ish. Mm-hmm. And Rampage ish. was great, so I can do three hours of wrestling in a night. I can't do three hours of the same show in a night where the storylines move around. I want to know what storylines I'm getting for that two hours. It's tough to do an Avengers movie for three hours. Like that's yeah, that, they do it. They I, do I'll it. Sit they do it. a good job. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit through it and I like it. But there are times where you're like, mm, man, this should have been two movies, <laughs> right? And that happens a lot on three-hour movies. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so, like I said, the the three matches did obviously suffer by having to to condense a bit. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more out of Daniel Garcia before he lost to Moxley. But here's the deal. It's, uh, as good as he is, he's been phenomenal on Dark and Elevation. Um, uh, the simple fact is he he wasn't going to beat Moxley. Right. That's just, you're going to lose, right? Uh, <laughs> and so uh, I would like to have seen a little bit more out of him, but obviously time constraints. The same thing with the, the um, Jurassic Express versus Private Party. That was still uh, a fun match, though. I, it was I still think a that fun still match. Was... It could have used another thirty seconds to a minute, be- you know, before the ending, um, mm-hmm. to really flesh it out. But obviously, shorten things. Up I think, Look, I think this was a CM Punk show. Two that... minutes to that because we needed thirty more seconds of of Marco Stunt and Matt Hardy. Two yeah. more fifteen second segments, or two or three more ten second segments. Yeah. So, but anyways. But in the end, the CM Punk part was perfect. It did leave uh, at least the the opening. I mean, it, it would have been really cool to have opened with CM Punk, um, and then at the end of the Moxley match, CM Punk then comes out there and kind of faces off with him. That would have been n- better. I, I see. I wouldn't have preferred uh, not CM Punk because we're setting up a CM Punk versus Darby thing. Whatever. I would have preferred at that point. We hear another music hit, and it's Brian Danielson come out and have no, yeah, they can wait on him. That's too much for one show. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think it would have thrown the entire internet wrestling community into an absolute tantrum. But that's why, because here's the deal: they they were all prepared for one debut, and you get two in one night, and they would have not known. And that's why I I would have liked to have seen it, Um, because here's the deal: Brian Brian Danielson shows up next week, two weeks, no beard love. What three three weeks, four weeks? Um, he now he's always going to have to compete with this CM Punk pop, and so might as well get it out of there. But here's the deal: you have him come out and immediately get into a, get into uh, something with a major player, right? Um, and he'll get the pop, bro. It's Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Um, like he'll get he'll, that pop. He'll get the pop. He won't get CM Punk level pop. He won't get CM Punk in Chicago level pop. No. Where's Daniel Bryan is... from? Maybe Daniel Bryan will get it if they're at his hometown. I don't know, but uh, I mean, obviously, up in, up he was in Oregon. Chicago. Don't you know? Up, you know, they always make, Washington talk, State. Washington State. Yeah, excuse me. Washington they always State, talked yeah. about it, right? But no, the simple fact is, as as much as people love him and everything, CM Punk set the bar up to here for wrestling returns this year, and I don't think anyone is going to hit that. 
And so, um, they, I don't think anybody ever it. has. Becky I'm certain Flair, Flair in in Becky North Carolina did not hit that. Mm-hmm. Flair back from injury uh, when I, he broke and, his and back. that's my storyline broke his back against uh, I, against I uh, Vader. I agree. Didn't which hit is, that. That is the biggest is, pop of all time. So which don't. Is, which is why. Which is why my point is we get it out of the way and we get him back because now now we've got two weeks till till all out right three weeks I think three weeks till all out no two weeks two weeks right Anyways, two weeks two, two weeks. weeks till all out um you know if if you have two major debuts on one night right that immediately puts all out. Even though All Out was already one of the hottest tickets in the game, that immediately puts All Out at the top of the list. But the longer you wait for Brian Danielson to come up, the more it mutes his his. Uh, I'm, his I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a little something. something. How'd that work out for you on on uh, SummerSlam? What do you mean? Two big pop returns. Two One of them debuts. that I didn't give a crap about. I never gave a. I never give a okay. crap about. But you, okay, so you can say it, but there is the law of diminishing returns, no, and it, no, and but, it uh, devalues so, so, him. No, it, so, it just so, you're wrong so, on that one. No, no, you, you, you. We can disagree on this, and that's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to point out that um, for most people, they would say the two returns at SummerSlam were huge, and that it was it was. Big return versus and big it made return. them the pay per view. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's the best SummerSlam." I'm like, "Exactly." Two Becky big returns made made it because here's the I I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on, on here. Uh, yeah I'm just gonna go out and and give my overall review. Uh, uh, SummerSlam overall for me, eh, yeah, um, B minus, eh, Whoa. C plus, the, the, there, there, C were, minus, there were there were some good matches. B minus uh, C plus. But there there were a fair amount of matches that I didn't care about, didn't care one way or another about. And then there were things happened that just meh to me. Meh. There was a lot things of extras between like the Olympians and then like mm-hmm. the Miz thing. Although I really enjoyed uh, Xavier's Scott Hall uh, thing, Razor Ramon thing. That was awesome. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, just a lot of extra crap too. That was weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, Meh. C plus. That's kind of my thing. But but so but for a lot of people, those two debuts, those two returns at it made that show. They to a lot of people, those two returns took it from a B plus to an A plus. Um, I I've, I've been on Twitter. I've been on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I've been on on YouTube. And uh, for a lot of people, we we are in the minority, being nonplussed by it. A lot of maybe people, if it, it was wasn't huge. a squash fest, Becky's but, but wasn't that, a squash so, fest. So that might have my, my argument about uh, Rampage is actually supported by SummerSlam because the crowd reaction was bigger for it. Now, in the end, again, I point out that the pop for CM Punk is historic levels, and no other wrestler is going to get that. Right, and just like uh, DA Fabe mentioned, we can't hold any other wrestler up to it, and I get it. Right, we're talking about a person who was gone for seven years and said he was never going to wrestle again. Um, you know, and for him to come back, yeah, I mean, huge. the closest we had to that was Edge coming back at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And that's so, probably, so, and, and I would legitimately say that's the biggest return. Yeah. We knew Roman, if, if cancer went into remission, Roman was going to be back. We mm-hmm. also knew that he filmed the movie. So his cancer had gone into remission. Um, we, we even knew Daniel Bryan, if he was going to come back, was going to come back to WWE and fan said, I'm coming back. You know, <laughs> like it was edge was, Oh my God, he's here. And he's in a match. Like that's the only pop that's even as close. Yeah. And Ever. so, so I, you know, I point out, I jumped out of my seat when, uh, Becky Lynch came back and if it had been anyone other than fucking Brock Lesnar showing up, um, I would have probably jumped out of my seat for that. It's the fact that it was Brock Lesnar showing up. That oh, made fuck. I love that. Brock Lesnar. Um, I, 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 I with that ponytail. Oh, I've, oh. I've said before, I like <laughs> Brock Lesnar. In, I like Brock Lesnar <laughs> in certain situations. And that situation is coming in and throwing little guys around. And so if he'd have come out after the fucking uh, Mysterios match and threw the Mysterios around for a bit, I would have been a happy camper. Um, but this have, is the right short-term feud. Yeah, I have. He's not going to be back for a while. Heyman, there. It's the right feud. That's why I, I'm jacked about it. And and the thing is, I'm not. We've seen Brock versus Roman before, and yes, it wasn't heel Roman, and I get it and all of that stuff. But but this is a feud we've seen before. Um, and, but, but and not with Heyman in the middle though, and Heyman true, playing true. awesome. That's going to be the exciting part. Maybe even, you. even the other time we saw Brock versus Heyman was when Heyman turned on him for Big Show. Heyman turned. Heyman didn't turn. Heyman didn't do anything. He just went, "Oh shit!" Now I'm in again. The, in between I'm going to point lines. out that this is where I'm going to differ, but it does not make it more exciting to me. Okay, well they then. they, they yeah. could they could announce tomorrow that there's going to be a Paul Heyman on a pole match at Extreme Rules, and I'd be like, "Meh." We're we're at the double CM Punk's uh, promo st- part of the podcast, so I am going to throw one one last little bit here. Law of diminishing returns. If you do this with Daniel Bryan, it ruins Daniel Bryan's long term pop. You've got to wait till after AEW is the pay per view. You've got to wait till after the pay per view, or at I, least at the pay per view. Yeah, without I, a you match. can kind of do it at the I, end without I a think, match. I think in this case it could have been. Uh, amplification because here's the deal when you have people at this level and you surprise them even more right they at this point after cm punk they didn't think there were any more surprises to be had and you pull out another surprise it could have put people over the top but who cares they already sold tickets they already sold tickets yeah i'm I'm sorry this is again this is not about tickets this is about pay-per-view buys right I'm in. I'm you, in. I'm three lines of coke into this, and and <laughs> the fourth line is not gonna fucking do it. I'm sorry, <laughs> and, and 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 I'm not saying that I actually do coke. I'm I'm saying that that metaphor. CM yeah. Punk. CM <laughs> Punk is that level of high that the that another high is not gonna do anything for you. That's where but I'm he's, at. he's saying more for pay per view buys. That's it. I, I get what he's saying with the pay per view yeah, buys. This is all about because here's the pay per view sold out. anyways. It sold out. The, so the pay per view sold out. So all CM Punk coming back. We talked. We talked about this three weeks right. ago and four weeks ago. CM Punk coming back is about driving. Hey, you cannot get tickets to this pay per view, right? CM Punk's right. going to be at this, and it's already sold out. The only way, only way you can see this is to buy it on pay per view. Right to make this the number one top selling 
AEW pay-per-view of all time. The buy rate to be huge, right? Um, and it will be. And it will be, right? But it could be bigger. And that's the deal. Is It always could be bigger. Uh, and that's all I'm saying. This is all about pay-per-view buys for this one. And having Daniel Bryan debut at the pay-per-view does not add to pay-per-view buys. It adds to next pay-per-view buy, but so does him debuting beforehand, right? But if you have him debut next week, it's just going to be, you know, meh, 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 meh. And so that's why I say if they could have pulled the trigger on both of them at one time, I really do think it, it could have been so huge, right? I, um, I, I will tell you this is where, where the economist in me comes into play. I think CM Punk is enough that, you're, that at $50, you can get 60 and you'll get all of that. And you'll and it won't start diminishing your buys. I think Daniel Bryan would have raised you seventy dollars on on your pay per view. I don't. It would have increased your buys so minimal that it wouldn't have done anything. I I I don't think they changed the price of the pay per view because Daniel Bryan comes. But I mean, that's that's the only way to make it economically more beneficial, in my opinion. Is if is if because I don't well, think additional. They did that I think for the got, ticket sales. I think you're I think you're going to get the maximum number of buys out of this. Already, I I think you can always get more buys. You always can. Well, right? I mean, you can, but they don't need a to. negligible They're... amount. Such a small negligible I've, amount. I've had my friends who are cheap fucks, and no offense to my friends who are listening to this, who won't buy the pay per view. They'll just find the stream and whatever have you. And they're like, hey, by the way, where can I go buy the pay per view? Because I actually don't want any interruptions and whatever have mm-hmm. you. And I'm like, oh yeah, here you can go here. I've had yeah. four of my friends say that to me. And 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 you know, my like... point is, yes, that so so CM Punk did that. But there is a a huge contingent of Brian Danielson fans out there who are waiting for an excuse to do the same thing. Yeah, I think if they feel like there's a chance he shows up at this pay per view, that's still it. Gonna buy it. Because and... that that. That mystery is still there, right? We're hearing Daniel and, Bryan. And yeah, We're hearing the, Daniel Bryan. They, Maybe they, he'll be at all out. At, they're gonna at buy. a chance. Did did these same friends who are now buying uh, this pay per view because CM Punk uh, is going to be there, right? Did they mm-hmm. buy the previous pay per view because he was rumored to show up at previous pay per views? He's been rumored to show up at almost every pay per view since AEW started, right? Right. Um. And but they didn't, right? They didn't buy because of a chance of him showing. They bought because he is showing, and that's where this drives buys is by it, knowing that Daniel Bryan is showing, right? I think it also helps that, that it's the WrestleMania. It's AEW's WrestleMania pay-per-view, so it's like you mm-hmm. have to have something big, you know? So, But for sure, yeah. CM Punk definitely so, did that for so, them. So that, that's, what, that's all I'm saying is, is I think that this could have driven more bikes. But here's the deal. We're not here to argue about this because this is, this is actually our aside before we Apparently get to the we actual are. thing, and we've talked for 30 <laughs> minutes on it. So let us move on. You've talked for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. all have said Lord, words. Lord knows that, that Smarks is never, ever, 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 ever going to be like, all right, it could be, yeah, it could be either way. It's always for Smarks going to be, I'm right. I'm right. I didn't say I'm right. You didn't say he's said, right. <laughs> you just said we're wrong. <laughs> I didn't even say you're wrong. I say I, I believe one way, but in the end, I said 
we could talk about this for hours and everything, but we've already talked for 30 minutes. Let's get on to what we came here okay. for. But SummerSlam! Which is, which is SummerSlam, the SummerSlam weekend. SummerSlam and NXT. Takeover 36. So, so now we're going to get into the actual review. Now, if you are new to this podcast, um, you know we do our... Uh, let you know we do our reviews a little differently. We don't go down match by match and talk about the match and, hey, how do we think about this one? How do... We tried that for a while. Hours. It would take nine <laughs> hours. And we tried it before, and frankly, it really it wasn't all that fun. Nine hours. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it wasn't all that fun. <laughs> there are other podcasts that go down that one by one and everything. We take a different tact. And we go and we talk about the worst of the night, and then we talk about the best of the night. Um, and and so some matches might not actually get talked about, because if they're neither the worst or the best, we might not actually talk about them. Um, it's, it's, prob- it's actually not a bad thing if we don't talk about a match. Because it means yeah. it was middle of the road. Um, mm. But in the end, we're going to talk about the worst first, right? So we are going to move in to everything here with worst match of the night. We're starting out, and I say night, but this is actually all weekend. This Two includes nights. SummerSlam and NXT. What was the worst match, in your opinion, out of all of the NXT or SummerSlam matches? Usos Championship. Usos championship match. Okay. Elaborate. Why? What made that it the just, worst? It, it it was just routine. It was early in the show. It was routine. It uh um I, it, it, it number one really mostly it was the fact that that uh Ray and Dominic were on the other side of them. It just I wasn't will, a great I will agree with that. It, now it's I, redundant. I will point We've out seen it, it was before. It was yes. about halfway through the show, just to be certain. But okay, well, um, it wasn't before be things got really great. Like um, watching Bill Goldberg maybe be injured for wrestling ever again. Yeah. God damn it! It's kayfabe, isn't it? Yep. I don't know. I I I feel like an injury angle was planned, but I kind of feel like maybe that injury was more legitimate than. Then they they want to let on. Well, because eighty three year old men can't take that kind of beating, you know. Yeah, because um, usually injury angles, and we'll we'll talk about it more at that. But usually in, injury angles don't come like out of nowhere, right? Yeah. They they feature a whole lot of like working the knee and all of this stuff, and then the knee gets injured and whatever. And and this there was very little working of the leg, and then suddenly he can't stand. Well, what do you mean? No, it was the no, no, no. They, no, before that, it was it was uh, um, it was MVP MVP, and it was a really bad sell on Goldberg's behalf, and they replayed the bad sell. It uh-huh. took him way too long. Yeah. No, and I then get it. and then they attacked it. So it, it was yeah, there. but but I'm I'm gonna point if I'm remember, and you know maybe I'm wrong on this part, but the injured leg at the end was not no, the leg was that weird. was hit by the cane. No, that's true. That I the don't cane, know. The cane hit weird. the left leg, and I believe the injury was on the right leg. I don't remember which one the cane so, hit, but it, um, it's neither here nor there. But either way, I, it was I, off. I just, it was weird yeah, how he went it, down and was like, "Oh, and, I can't and do yes, it anymore." Yes, yes, he. I'm, I'm. He definitely hit something, right? I'm not saying he didn't, but I'm saying right. it wasn't like repeated in hits to that. Like, well, we can talk about uh, the Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole match. Um, which did feature, uh, and it didn't have an injury angle to it, but it did feature 
repeated targeting of a leg that that ended up in the finish, right? Yeah. Um, yep. And that's why the Bill Goldberg one was a little bit weird because they didn't tell a story of targeting the leg before the injury happened. No, the the story they're telling is the same one they told with Ray and Dominic, mm-hmm. and that's you attacked um, my son. And so, so mm-hmm. I I just have a feeling that the injury might be a little bit more legitimate than than they planned on it being. It might not be a yeah. real legitimate long term injury, but I have a feeling that that he was like, wow, I might actually have hurt myself. So let's just, let's just rush this to the end. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with the Usos match because anytime, like you said, anytime Ray and Dominic are on my TV, I'd zone out. I, okay. We lost JLB. He'll be back. So what's, um, man. So it's a mix. It's, it's, what, what, what? I can't do it. I can't keep the face. I'm sorry, yeah. man. Sorry. What? Sorry. We're, what we're talking about? Oh, Ray and Don. <laughs> what? I was just that's about what, to. That's what happens to him when Ray and Dominic's on his TV. <laughs> anyway, so, so what's your pick, JLB? You got one? I mean, look, it's 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 really between freaking, um, obviously the Bel Air sitch. And um, probably, I guess, no, yeah, between Bel Air and probably Drew McIntyre and Jinder. I thought that was just a waste of time, waste of space, and very pointless match. I didn't even have anyone big come in or anything. Like, it's the only thing I was waiting for. So, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll, ju- I'll just do it just for the, the fact that a 27-second match was absolutely ridiculous. Um, in my opinion, I thought it was. I'm happy Becky comes back. That was awesome. I was all excited. Um, but yeah, that wasn't a match. That was stupid. And yeah, so that's my pick: Becky and uh, versus Belair. Ding, ding ding on the nose there. That's that's my pick for worst match of the nope. night. Um, and and yes, we've we've previously talked about this before the podcast because uh, DA Faye. It's all everyone's talking opinion. about. DA Fabe falls on one side and uh, JLB and I fall on another side and a lot of yeah, it, I think it's building a lot of future I really um, do I think, I, I think, I think five contenders for a title now in SmackDown Women's I, I think you could have those same five contenders uh, for the title without jobbing one of them out in 27 seconds right I, I, I said this before I, I 100% am down with Becky returning and taking back the championship all in one night you can tell this same story of uh, Bianca Belair saying, I was not prepared for for uh, Becky Lynch. Um, you know, I was not prepared for Becky Lynch. I was prepared for Sasha, you know, all this stuff. But you can tell that without having the EST of WWE lose in 27 seconds. <coughs> she right? got hit with a cheap shot. Wasn't prepared and got hit with a cheap shot. Nah. Was it a cheap shot? She just she just hit her with. She like shook her hand move. and punched her in the face. And and uh, the EST cannot take a single punch to the face. When she gets back up and immediately gets hit by a 
by a rock bottom? No. I mean, Stone Cold would have fallen to rock bottom if, if rock bottom hit him in the face and then, or if the rock hit him in the face and immediately put him into a rock bottom or vice I versa. Did. Stone Cold came up and was like, let's have a match and kick somebody and then gives him a stunner. He's won dozens of title defenses that way. Mm-hmm. I, I this is do true. not, I do not think that's the way you tell this story. I think you give it a three minute match. With a little bit of back and forth, but then you can you tell the same story. But I'm going to point out that Ava Marie and Alexa Bliss went for three uh, and minutes and 50 seconds, right? Um, they, you gave Ava Marie more offense against a former multiple-time women's champion than you gave the current women's champion against another former women's champion. And yes, I'm, I'm, I 100% agree that, that uh, Becky Lynch is a higher prestige champion than Alexa. I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing that Ava Marie getting more, more offense in than Bianca Belair did, Alexa's, the current champion. Alexa's fighting style is... is to sidestep. I didn't think we'd talk about that match. I didn't think it'd be a best or worst. I, but we had to bring it up. <laughs> it, I, I, it only comes up as a form of evidence here, right? Yeah, In fact, I, I would have I been fine if Alexa would have rolled over Ava Marie in 27 seconds. Would have had no yeah, problems with that. Would have been good with that. And then right? New Job does the same fun. thing. Yeah, same thing. They could have told that storyline in 27 seconds Perfect. and given that same three minutes and 50 seconds to, to this match. Still, to, again, in the end, the storyline you're telling is the same. <laughs> you're just not making the current champion look like an absolute punk, right? Because right now, she looks like a punk. She looks like she didn't belong as champion if she couldn't even take two moves from Becky Lynch. Two moves. Do you know three. who's taking... Do you know who's three, taking a- three contenders right there? Three contenders without talking Mela, without talking Vega. Three contenders. What three contenders? Who are you referring to? I Becky, I'm, Bianca, Sasha. Here's the deal. Sasha's not. No, Sasha's not going to be there. Bailey's not going to be back for like another eight months. Yeah, Bailey's out for okay. Bailey's out for soon. Months, right. Be old, fuckers. That's soon. That's soon. That's not soon enough. It's not soon. <laughs> right? But that's but here's, here's WrestleMania. I'm I'm telling you right now, I no longer buy Bianca Belair as a contender because of how bad she went down. And that's ruining her for this storyline. And I am telling you this, I popped hard for Becky's return. I was so excited to see her come back. I have her Amazon exclusive. My wife gave this to me for our anniversary last month because of how excited I've been for Becky Lynch to come back, right? Um, that's here. It's it's the only Funko Pop that I have still in plastic, right? I got a whole wall of Funko Pops back there that I take out of the box. I haven't done that on this one yet. We okay. we went we went anyway, to the store to buy my are, my daughter. Uh, we went to the ready, store. Are you ready the for second, why Ray I'm, was better? <laughs> I'm still worse? talking about this. We 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 went to the store to buy my daughter a WWE Barbie. Right. We had our choices of all of those. And I specifically chose Becky Lynch to be the WWE Barbie for my daughter because I want my daughter to be a Becky Lynch fan. And this 27 seconds made me feel worse about her return. I'm not excited about her return anymore. I would have been more excited if she would have come out after the Charlotte Flair match. Right. And said, we we have 
unfinished business. Even though we've seen that match a thousand times, I would have been more excited than I am now after a 27 second beat down of the current champion. It made Bianca Belair look like a bitch. It made uh, everyone else make Carmella look like a bitch. It just, in the end, that it did do. Yeah. in the yeah. end, this didn't build feuds for me. It ruined feuds for me. So, and, so here's why Ray and Ray and Dominic versus the Usos, Usos is worse. We've seen it a lot. Number one, number two, everything Ray, uh, Dominic Mysterio, everything Dominic Mysterio is, we know he's a bitch. Not it made them look like they're a bitch. Every time we see Dominic, we're like, that dude's a bitch. Yep. Like, yeah, he can kick my ass because I'm 40 and fat and out of shape, but that dude's a bitch. In mm -hmm. professional wrestling, and here's the deal: it's like again, we're giving our opinions, and so we knew in advance. I yeah, know why that match is better because it was longer than 27 seconds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really, yeah. you you want to watch Wait. you want to watch an hour and a half of Goldberg versus Undertaker? Um, well, why an hour and a half? There's no well, matches. It, it, an hour no, and a half. it must make it better. <laughs> It, it, if it was Goldberg versus Undertaker in their primes, heck yeah. For an hour and a half? My well, no, but listen. In their three primes. Minutes, though. In their <laughs> primes, right? My but, favorite match of all time is the Iron 60-minute Iron Man match. Right? So, okay. so the simple fact is, here's the deal. Bianca Belair is in her prime. Becky Lynch is in her prime, Right? And they gave us 27 seconds, right? Uh, you, no, that's you the thing. And the if you want to play... in their prime, Rey Mysterio is arguably past his prime, but whatever. And Dominic's, uh, if this is his prime, he just needs he's, to hang it he's up. He's under prime. Because uh, <laughs> uh, if, if he's got nowhere to go but down, uh, dude, you're already <laughs> on the ground. If Dominic <laughs> was meat, he'd be select. That's a... <laughs> he wouldn't be choice or prime. Yeah. So, but it, but right. in the end, but, but here, here's what, here, here's why. Again, here's why the Usos and Rey and Dominic match is not the worst match of the weekend for me. Is because um, you had three champions in that match, right? And then Dominic, right? And they gave them <laughs> ten minutes and fifty seconds, right? And so you got to see. 10 minutes and 50 seconds. Okay, let's, let's take Dominic out. You got to see about eight minutes of quality wrestling in that match. And then two minutes and 50 seconds of Dominic fucking around. Um, and, and it was immediately, immediately followed by 27-second loss by Bianca Belair, right? Yeah. And... And that's I'm, I'm hyped to see where that story goes. I really am. Not, I am done not. with the other story. So well, but anyway. I also I also think that that other story might be done, right? Because uh, in the end, the victory was clean by those. Boy, I, I I don't think it is. Oh, the and other so, story. Yeah, I think the other story is over. God, I hope so. Yeah. So Fuck that me, this this so. was finishing that story. Uh, with a 10 minute and 50 second clean victory. So, so moving on. But again, for me, the, the 27 second, it didn't build the future for that. I'm not more excited. I'm less excited about that than I was 27 seconds prior to that match being over. Right? 
that literally took all the wind out of my sails for that match, for that feud. I was like, my, and and again, we're gonna we're gonna do a little rewind on on the podcast to a previous episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute. I booked Becky that Lynch Becky. coming back and challenging Bianca Belair, and how excited I'd be for that. And she almost did what I said. You're the EST, but you haven't beat the MAN. You know? Um, and she almost did that. You weren't and here then, for that. That was Tuesday, JLB. Just so yeah, you know. I get it. Someone, I get someone it, was Eric. sleeping. That's what I do. Um, I sleep. I enjoy my but, rest when I have to wake up at 6 in the morning. After listening to your other podcast this week, I fully expect you to be back on Tuesday. Fully expect you to be back on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah I'll be yeah. there for sure. You're, you're cheating yeah. on us, and, and we're... We're not happy about that. <laughs> what do you mean? You were cheating on yourself. You were the one I was chatting commenting. on <laughs> I was commenting. That's different. For I the whole comment show. On another... <laughs> uh, for, for 90% of it, I missed the beginning. Oh, fair enough. Because I was okay. driving. All right. Fair. Um, fair. Anyways. <laughs> but so we, we, we're two to one on worst match of the weekend. Um, one vote for Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio versus the Usos, and the other two for Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Fans um, loaded up in the comments. Tell us what you so, think. So, yeah, hit us up in the comments or on social media. You can find our social medias in the doobly-doos. But we're going to move on to most predictable moment. And this is, this is actually kind of a fun one for, for these uh, two because there were a lot of unpredictable moments. But were there really predictable ones? Um, there, there were a few. Um, the, the ones that come to mind, I think we all knew Adam Cole was going to lose. Um, I started to question it when the handcuffs came out. I thought, wow, what a great play to have him win, knowing that you still haven't wrapped up his contract. You know, I was like, oh, wow, that's ballsy. Um, the, uh, the, I, I, I thought for sure that Roman was going to win, and that happened. Um, however, there was a, a couple moments where I was like, wow, they're going to actually have him break Flair's record. That's pretty cool. Then Charlotte can break his record instead of her dad's. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one. Um, I, I knew I knew Goldberg was going to lose. Um, I would say probably the most predictable moment, in my opinion, was was – Goldberg's son being involved in the match in some way, shape, or form. I think as soon as you start to talk smack to a son, son in the audience, you're going to have some type of attack in the audience of, of that character. So that was mine. Goldberg's son being involved. JLB? Um, <clears throat> so mine's going to be kind of a weird one. It's the only one that's really coming to mind at the moment, though. I'm going to have to say Damian Priest winning the championship from Sheamus. Um, Saw that coming a mile away, just for the fact that Damian Priest needs it more than Sheamus. Sheamus could still do what he needs to do, whatever have you. And because Sheamus is just... Oh, and Sheamus is such a phenomenal wrestler, right? I I like the fact that I get reminded every time I see him wrestle, and I'm just like... Man, he's so good. Like he was champion before. This is the reason, kind of thing, you know. So, yeah, because uh, really, I, you think he's a mid carter, and then you're like, oh yeah, there's a reason he was a world champion. That's it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that—that's the only one that's really coming to mind at the moment. Um, I guess the dewdrop turn I was really expecting as well. 
Um, yeah. Although I thought she was going to hit her instead of, you know. I thought there was going to be more turn to it than just talk yeah. her and leave. But um, Which, by the I, way, technically counts as a turn on her yeah. uh, for yeah. the wrestling. That, that's what I, I was like, that's still technically a turn, so it ought to count, right? Oh. Um, so uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the Adam Cole winning. I or losing. I I think 100 percent that was that was the moment of this weekend that I was like he's definitely losing. How he loses um, is is something that we can talk about maybe later. But him him losing, I was like it's it's a three fall match. You know, first fall is a was a regular for the first one. Street yeah. fight for the second one. And then uh, the in match. a cage Still for cage. the third match. Um, but I, I like, will he- say, I was not expecting the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment to show up as the end of the first match. I wasn't expecting a roll up. Mm-hmm. I, I just, from yeah. those two. I, I, in fact, I, I think I can even say uh, most predictable moment of the night was not just him, Adam Cole losing, but it going to a third fall yeah right yeah oh 100 percent. it's always they announce it's gonna always be, the case gonna yeah. be uh i there have been a few times when they've when they've changed it they said it's a two out of three falls match and someone wins on the second fall and you're like whoa wait that's yeah. not supposed to happen um <laughs> yeah. but nine it's times that's really ten. rare <laughs> i yeah. i but i honestly thought they might have went that route to kind of say hey f you adam cole like yeah. just O'Reilly well, beats you clean, I, you know. I think, I think WWE hasn't given up on on Adam Cole yet. They uh, didn't with Daniel Bryan for a very long yeah. time. I, I, I mm. think he hasn't officially signed with any place, as far as any of the reports I've, I've read. He hasn't officially signed uh, on the dotted line with any place. But he is and officially he, no longer under contract with NXT. Yeah, he's officially tonight. no longer under contract with WWE. But, but he hasn't signed with any place else. So I think WWE is like. Let's still make him look good on the way out, so right. that we can maybe get him to sign, you know, and and bring him on the main roster. But we even have in our in our group text, uh, text from me before the the uh, NXT started tonight that I Adam Cole's Adam gonna Cole's lose. Thing. Gonna <laughs> lose. The only thing up in the air is whether he shows up on the main roster, um, or on another show. Right, and that's it. Right. Likewise, I would say even Joe winning uh, for me was pretty predictable, just because we wow. knew Cross was gonna I, keep it go I, to the main roster at full time. If yeah, we're doing I, I honorable thought, mentions, I would say that's up there too. For see, me, and I thought I thought there's a chance maybe they keep him main roster, but when Scarlet didn't show up, I was like, he's gonna lose. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, like, reportedly, sell the story so reportedly scarlet's out of action for some reason and can't can't show up and they the reports haven't been able to to tie down exactly why she can't show up but she cannot show up to nxt or or main roster right now for some reason um, oh okay but it sells that he can't win without scarlet mhm um except he did win against uh, Keith well, Lee, but that's that's that puny ass man, Keith Lee. Yeah, it's, it's just Keith Lee. <laughs> he was still he was still recovering from COVID, so you know. Fuck! Oh, oh, killed him. Uh, it did. It nearly killed him. 
Um, no, I know. Just to use sorry. that in terms of a joke, <laughs> it's a bit cryptic. It was a bit much. Yeah, that was. Uh... I, I'm just saying that that's WWE's thought process that they can use. No, no, no. Oh, that's, yeah, that's your why thought process. <laughs> <laughs> they would use that though. They really would. Totally if they would. used Roman's um, cancer. But so, so in the end, the the Samojo winning would be an honorable mention for most predictable moment for me because I was pretty certain that was going to happen. Um, I mean, other predictable moments, like, you know, again, I 100% knew that, like, Alexa Bliss was going to beat Eva Marie because it's telling the storyline of Dewdrop turning. I knew Dewdrop was going to turn. I expected it to be a bigger turn, but I knew it was going to happen. But for me, the Adam Cole thing was the most predictable moment of the night, of the whole weekend. I was like, this is going to happen. It's just how I guess it happens Grimes winning the million dollar championship too, maybe unless uh, then again maybe not because I was kind of expecting it, but then I'm like, what if Ted DiBiase turns on Grimes kind of thing? You know what I mean? That would be kind of different, but then he would be his butler, so that would have been weird. Um, although I'm like, that would be interesting TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, another honorable mention to me butler. was Roman Reigns winning, uh, and the only reason I say that was most predictable of the night is because of the stipulation that he threw out on Friday. If he had not thrown out that stipulation, I would have thought maybe he's losing. But as soon as Roman Reigns says, if if I lose, I'm leaving the company. I'm like, great, now you Uh, took all the... Yes, you're winning. Now you took all the suspense out of it for me because I know there's no way that... Roman Reigns is not yeah. going to be on SmackDown in a week. <laughs> when you're already on the Wii wave, like if you're a surfer, you're already on the wave, and it's a 24-foot wave, and it's just epic, and you're yeah. you're there, you don't jump off, especially when you've spent months trying to find a wave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah they, or years. They, they've been paddling for five years to get this wave. <laughs> And they, they finally got this wave, and then they're going to be like, oh, I'm done. No, I'm done. So, <laughs> like, so as soon no, as he said it, that. You're on it. You're killing it. It's great. Like, Don't get like, off this wave. Damn it, Roman. Why? And, and I said it to Roman, but I know we know for 100% Roman's not writing these promos. Um, no. And so, damn, damn it, Vince. writers. Uh, right. Why'd you have to do this? Because it won, it made it so obvious to me that Roman was winning. Because yeah. There's no way they're writing him off TV for any reason. And the only thing they could have done if he lost is him come out on SmackDown and say, say, I'm not leaving, you know. It's a right, punk they could have easily have done that. Yeah. But, th- but, they, uh, but that would have just made him look like a punk. So uh, I didn't see that happening. So It's an honorable mention, but to me, Adam Cole losing was... Um, now, we can talk maybe later about uh, whether whether the way Adam Cole lost was um, maybe good, but it might come up later. We'll find out. But we're going to move on to botch of the weekend. What was the moment? What was the, the thing that happened that was just the absolute botch? And this can be a botch segment. It can be a botch move. It can be, it can be a botch booking decision. Just get it out of the way, you two. Becky Lynch beating in 27 <laughs> Jesus seconds. Christ. Yes, that's the botch of the night for me. I'd have to. Uh, I was going to say Goldberg's uh, injury, but I mean, honestly, Becky's runner whole up. thing is, yeah, Goldberg thing is the runner up. Becky's thing for sure. Major botch. How do you do that? 
How do you have such an exciting moment and then you ruin it in two seconds? WWE so good at that from bringing NXT stars to Raw or SmackDown and ruining them in two seconds. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's got to be the botch. I absolutely hated it. So did... Um, I think Meltzer kind of said something like... Yes, he 100% he ex- said something. Oh, yeah. But he was excited. Now, now Smarks right? is a Meltzer fan. I, I, I respect Meltzer. Sometimes he says stupid shit, but... Uh... I mean, to be fair, he did say a lot of stupid shit. He said a lot of the matches mm-hmm. on SummerSlam were good. So I was like, um, no. <laughs> uh, it's subjective, right? It's anyone's opinion. But I'm like, bro, come on now. Everyone just went over the hype of Becky and Brock coming. And it's like, oh, my God, the best pay-per-view. No, it wasn't. You take that away. It was a mediocre, subpar, perhaps, pay-per-view. Nothing crazy. The the botch of the night is the Moise um, superstar in all of WWE, or the Moise wrestler in all of WWE. That segment did not need to exist. <laughs> it would have opened up a lot of other spots. Maybe even a longer Becky Lynch match. That segment built absolutely yeah. nothing. And I don't know why they nothing. even... I thought I thought they literally wanted to maybe get the fans wet or something. And I was like, okay, maybe it's really hot there. It's a thing. Cool story, bro. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, cool. But instead, it built zero. Nothing at all. Like, I guess we'll see something on Raw with this, but whatever. Nothing. Nothing. So we're going to go ahead and move on to overhype of the night. What was the overhype of the weekend? The thing that they built up so much that... Um, uh, didn't live up to the expectations. Every single match that you would give below a C, this is or below a B. Every single match that was below a B, so you you would give Drew, Drew versus Jinder was overhyped. Um, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley was overhyped. Um, even I liked the Becky Lynch match, but you guys would say that was over the existence of Sasha Bear at uh, Sasha Bear. Sasha Bear. That, oh, Sasha, Sasha Bear. Sasha oh, Bear. Oh, oh, where, where's oh. my yeah, list yeah. for T-shirts? There's We're your doing that one. <laughs> Sasha Bear. <laughs> oh, I missed my Sasha, Sasha Bear. Purple ideas. long hair. Oh my gosh, do they do hyper color? Can we do hyper color since the they hair changes not. colors on Sasha but. Bear? Anyway. <laughs> The uh, the existence of Sasha Banks even being at this pay-per-view, which I assumed that it was a COVID-related <laughs> thing. Right. Um, that was one Because a lot of people thought it was. And uh, apparently there's rumor that WWE is known for eight days, which COVID you would only know two days beforehand that she still tested positive. And she was at the arena apparently. So if you had COVID, you're definitely not at the arena. Um, I would say overhype of the night was playing a promo Sasha. for Sasha Banks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's right before. Miller, it right before. Yeah. Um, that's the overhype that, you know, uh, before the, the show, we said they could have had it uh, at the beginning. We've just learned that Sasha Banks won't be able to be here. We'll find out later who yeah. Bianca Belair's opponent will be or. Sasha Bear, uh, Sasha Bear, Sasha Bear <laughs> is in my brain now. Sasha Bear can't compete, so uh, Carmella will be taking her spot. 
Um, they could have done all of that, but the fact that they continued to play it up all the way until the match and play the stupid promo, even though they knew she wasn't coming out, that is 100% overhype of the weekend, right? Yep. Doesn't matter what else other other matches happened, right? Other matches were overhyped, but that one is 100% the number one overhype of the weekend. For the life of me, I thought Vince was punishing both of them. I thought it was something to do with that. I'm like, okay, they did something wrong. Vince is really pissed off. We're gonna, he's punishing them now. But then I hear, okay, um, you, like I don't know. I guess it could still technically be that. But like, yeah. I mean, it could have been, you know, if it was COVID. But if she was backstage, that pretty much ruins out COVID. But if it was yeah, COVID, it. it could have been why they mi- missed. Last weekend, she tested positive. They couldn't have her on those matches last but weekend. But by Thursday, she would have had to have a clean test. Uh-huh. And if she was still positive Thursday. Yeah, but you don't even you, ever but, come to the arena. But here's the deal. If she, uh, actually, if she is positive for COVID, um, under most rules right now, she has to quarantine for two weeks. Right. Um, that's what they've had. That's what they did oh, with Jeff Hardy. I thought, I thought it was two weeks after your, or two days after your clean test. After a clean test. Uh, when they when Jeff Hardy was announced as positive for COVID, they said he has to quarantine for two weeks. Okay. Um, which is why he missed two weeks of a thing. So uh so if it was if it was COVID, it could have been, but then she wouldn't have been backstage. Um so she was probably just balancing her bear statement to see if she can yeah. get anything to get. She, well, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's getting close to fall. She's probably starting to plan her hibernation. You know, <laughs> she's like, "Where do I find enough picnic baskets for the the winter?" Um, uh, oh shit! I'm gonna make a Sasha <laughs> Banks bear now, like legitimately. Okay. This sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I I have to amend my my notes to make sure. That to I, include uh, the bear statements? <laughs> uh, no, I I base it off of Yogi Bear. <laughs> Sasha Bear. There we go. So, yeah, I, I, I think that is a 100% agreement. Um, the overhype was literally hyping a person who wouldn't be there 42 mm-hmm. seconds before they were there. Yes. Um, and having I mean, a match worth 20 second, 26 seconds long. Yeah. We, we can oh, go into – we can up. talk about uh, – NXT, which was just earlier today, um, but I don't think any of those were quite overhype of the night. Like, I I he, think Walter no. and what's his face was better than all of WrestleMania. Uh, I, Summer, SummerSlam. I almost uh, made that match. My uh, I almost <laughs> made that match. My uh, um, not uh, not overhype, not underhype. The one we just talked about before this. Box most predictable. Most, most predictable. I thought for sure that they were – I thought for sure that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, I, there wouldn't have been a reason to do it like there was for mm-hmm. Cena or anything like that. So, I I uh, I didn't see Dragunov winning by submission. I, I didn't see that happening. But, but like um, – No, that caught – all of us have guard. Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross was really heavily hyped, but I think it was not overhyped to enough to be overhype of the night. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, two out of uh, two out of three falls match, um, was heavily hyped, but I think at least two of the falls lived up to the hype. Uh, mm. The Dragon of versus Walter match, 
lived up to whatever hype. Now, I'll probably talk later when because I'm sure it'll come up later in it that I have uh, I don't want to say issues with that match um because oh. it was a phenomenal match, but I'll, to me Okay, let's keep going then. I'm I want to hear okay. that. We'll talk we'll talk about it later. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it later. Um I might give uh Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez a bit of an overhype. Just nope, because, that match was fire. Just because even though it was a good match, like it wasn't as good as I was expecting. And the storyline was better than the match, I feel. Best women's it. match of the weekend. Now that doesn't say much, but best women's match of the weekend. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you that, sure. Yeah, I, you can't argue with that. Um, but if we if we open it up to week, uh, then I suddenly have to to start arguing. Um so, so it's just because of the matches on the weekend that that do it. Well, um, I mean, Flair was pretty phenomenal. Like, I think she did the most work uh, in that matchup, and she did really yeah, good. The, well, but she's Flair, right? So, yeah, that could have landed in most predictable moments too. I, I actually predicted that uh, they were going to keep it on Nikki Ash for a bit. Flair wasn't going to take the pin. That's why it, you do a triple threat is to allow it to stay on Nikki Ash. Exactly. That was my whole point. It's a it's a triple threat. You you allow it. You allow uh, Nikki Ash to pin uh, Rhea Ripley Rhea. through shenanigans, right? Like uh, Charlotte hits her with the natural selection, um, and then is getting ready to hit the the figure four, and Nikki runs in and throws her out of the ring, and then pins Rhea Ripley and wins, right? That you can totally do it that way, and it maintains Rhea because uh, she technically got beat by Charlotte, not by Nikki, and it maintains Charlotte because she didn't get pinned or whatever. And Nikki continues to be the happy champion. That's what I thought was going to happen. And Nikki can have a win on one of the big four pay per views that way too. Yes, exactly. And then she loses at the next pay per view, straight up to Charlotte or straight up to Rhea, one or the other. So, so you know, uh, the Cameron Grimes for Zelly Knight might have been overhype of the night, uh, but uh, it's not up there enough to to beat out. Literally, See, I think I think that was underdone at least, not underhyped, but underdone. And here's why: I think Cameron Grimes should have been his butler up until his entrance, which means when they when he went out, that's in my Grimes. And they should have talked about it all night. They should have had him polishing LA shoes. Okay, but I gotta go get ready for my match. No, no, you got other stuff to do. I I need a I need a water, um, but not from over here. I need one from across the stadium. Um, you know that one stand and had him running all over up until right at LA night being introduced. That's how I would have done it. But anyways. But it, it, the, the, in the end, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You're, you're welcome. My, my point is, it's still not overhype of the night because um, it doesn't matter what came after them hyping uh, Sasha Banks to be at a match she wasn't going to be at. The, nothing could over overhype over that. Yeah, for sure. That was really stupid. Hard subject to change in four seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although we knew eight days ago that the card was going to subject the change, but decided so, not to tell you. Yeah. Um, and promote it continuously promote on SmackDown it. and announce um, it and show the things on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. 
You know, they literally could. could they should have fixed that right before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could possibly get sued for that because yes, cards subject to change, but this is one of those things from the shareholders who would would be the ones suing, because the shareholders could say you knew that this wasn't going to happen, and you continued to deceive. Uh, well, and they deceived who the match was actually going to be right after that with Carmella. So just tell us it's Carmella mm-hmm. four days earlier. Yeah, that's the thing. You could have said on SmackDown, Sasha Banks is going to make it. She, she paid be it for. She, she requested that Carmella take her spot. Mm-hmm. Or, or you have a match on SmackDown. You know, uh, the, you love to do those multi-person matches. Winner gets the shot. You have a fatal four-way with with people and have Carmella win the shot. With Vega, Carmella, and whoever. Yeah, you know, like, come exactly. on. Exactly. Um, and uh, you know, let let's let's talk about that a bit. Uh, why Carmella? Right? Why not Vega? Um, you just brought her White back. Why Carmilla, who just lost the night before? Yeah. You, you... Well, because you don't want to make Vega. Uh, I mean, would you have rather Carmella or Vega in that scenario? Vega. You'd rather Carmella. Had, Why? Nope, had the match actually happened, I'd rather Vega because Carmella just happened the night before. No, 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 no. But the match didn't happen. The same scenario that it happened on, would you rather I, Carmella or Vega? It, it, in the end, I don't see. I don't think that part hurt Carmella, and I don't think it would have hurt hurt Vega as much, Vega. right? I mean, because but but in the end, you brought back Vega, you hyped her up, and then had her lose her first match, and then you've continued to kind of hype her up. Just give her give her this moment, and then let her go. Anyways, but we're gonna move <laughs> on because we're we've still got a Any couple more worse before we get to best. So mm. worst. Performance of the weekend. Anybody? So, so <laughs> I'm I'm gonna surprise uh, you and not say Bianca Belair losing in 27 seconds. Right. Um. Because while that was, I I don't think that that's on her performance. Right. Um. I, for the most part, I'm going to say of the weekend, it's Goldberg. I didn't buy Goldberg at all in that match. Right. And this is still going to continue, ladies and gentlemen. I would say say Goldberg um, not specifically taking too long to sell the, the kneecap shot or the back of the knee shot with the cane. Specifically, that moment is the worst performance. I, to me, it was the whole the whole match. I I disliked everything Goldberg did in that match. Um, I'm gonna have to go for the stadium themselves for having pyrotechnic issues, uh, having toilets overflowed, for having the Wi-Fi not working. Um, all of this in a span of like the rest the, of the, the show, which we had like the, an hour. The and most half important one of the things not working is when you didn't say. Uh, the stadium is a cashless stadium, which means all concessions had to be credit card, and their credit card processing went down, so no one could buy anything all night. Not oh, hot dog, yeah. 
Okay. Not not a a uh, soda, not a beer. Well, that, well that's why they anything. gave. But kudos to them, though. They apparently gave a bunch of people free food and stuff. Though. At the end, like towards the end, when they realized that they had all this food and they weren't going to get it back up. But there was mm. about a two hour, an hour and a half long segment there where no oh, one wow. could get anything. And they're just like, I want a soda. I'm sorry, you can't have a soda. I want a beer. I'm sorry, you can't have a beer. And uh, now I that probably should be the worst performance of the night. And I'm glad you brought that up because I <laughs> kind of forgot it. Yeah, it, it went like this because of all the other worst performances and all, all my anger over. It made me be so thankful that I wasn't live or that I didn't win that TikTok thing. I was like, man, if I would have won that TikTok thing, I would have been there. Then I wouldn't have been able to get soda or anything for the rest of the three hours. So thank you, WWE, for not choosing me because that stadium apparently is garbage. Um, Now, uh, that being said, uh, honorable mention, worst performance, Dominic Mysterio. Because he's Dominic. Specifically Dominic Mysterio. Just, yeah. And maybe Rey Mysterio for his freaking costume. Like, what the hell is that? He had a weird pink and thing. Like, Rey just gets really stupid with his costume sometimes. Sometimes they're creative, but... yeah, They're in the Heart Foundation now. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I don't know Calgary's uh, area code, but it's no longer the 619. It's (laughs) Calgary's area code. Uh, so so those are our worst performances of the night. All right. Yeah. So next one. Next one. Worst move. <laughs> worst singular move of the night. I guess I already said it, didn't I? <laughs> the no sell on the kneecap. Yeah, and it's probably up there. Um, I'm I'm gonna nominate a worst move of the night, and that's uh, Drew McIntyre swinging an actual sword at people's heads. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, um, that was stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get it. It's a blunted sword. It probably wouldn't have, you know, hurt them, and they ducked out of the way, and it was all choreographed in advance. But um, WWE, you make a big deal about how you're trying to be family friendly, and then you legitimately have someone try to murder two people on your pay per view. The good guy <laughs> try to murder two people. The good on guy. The yeah. What? So that's my nomination for worst move. DFA, what do you got? Well, just to do something different. Uh, no, I did say the kneecap, but. Um, oh. But uh, I, I will I will also <laughs> say um, the inability to defend oneself against a squirt gun. It was a really powerful squirt gun. It was yeah, that's it. I believed it. I believed it wasn't even like milk in a truck or beer in a truck. Come on now. Yeah, it, was the, it was the. But it was the Miz or the Morrison the Super Five Thousand Drip Drip whatever Dripstick Five Thousand. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Um, I believe I, I I have to say the worst move of that of that particular segment was the missing out on uh, uh, them just doing a he sprays them in the crotch and makes a joke about them peeing their pants. Um, that's that's like low hanging fruit comedy that they just should have done. 
It's like, oh, you're so scared? Why'd you pee yourself? Why'd the whole you freaking yourself? segment shouldn't have been done, and you know it. It was so stupid. And then they did the whole thing, the kickoff on Raw, uh, the kickoff uh, on the kickoff show that they brought this stupid truck filled with water. And I'm like, what the hell are they going to do here? I literally thought they were just going to spray the whole crowd because it was hot or something. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, uh, I, I will say, it, it to me, it... It set the expectations wrong because I thought it was going to be a milk truck incident or a beer truck incident where Mm. the truck pulls up and the Dripstick 5000 was the truck with a giant hose attached to it spraying people. And then it turned out just to be a a backpack full of water. So why did you need that whole truck, though? Yeah. Yeah, Why did you have the truck? (laughs) Uh, For advertising, I guess. Yeah. That's it. So speaking of the, which, they had a lot more commercials now too. I felt it's all about those dollar dollar bills, y'all. Oh, so the final worst before we get to talking about the best, the worst moment of the weekend. Absolute worst moment. Go. All right, guys, just go ahead and say it. And, <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll tell what you. What do you mean? One. I bet you don't know what we're going to say. You can't read my mind. How dare you assume, Mr. Corona Drinker? That's no, this one's Corona. Bud Light Orange. Bud Light Orange. But, um, I will. Uh, hashtag still not sponsored. I will say um, I'm going to enjoy this beer more than anybody did at uh, Alliance Stadium or Allegiant Stadium. Oh Jesus! Yeah. That's 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 too True. soon, bro. Yep, too soon. It's a bit much. True. That's not right bad. I've never it's had that before, but that's not bad. So so yeah, yeah I mean, pansy. Worst moment of of the thing was twenty seven seconds. It was twenty seven second yep. moment. Yeah, I'm um, going with that. You know, there. No. So now, Da Fabe, you tell us what you think is the actual worst moment of the of the weekend. Yep. Oh, um, drip, drip, moist sea wrestlers tag team of all time. Uh, I, I will say the, it's, the, the moment is the segment and the segment should just didn't, it, yeah. it didn't need to I'm, exist. I'm waiting for the John Morrison turn. It has to happen soon. It needed to um, happen they, when when Miz had the the money in the bank. That's when it needed to happen. I, I I'm fine with it going on. It needed or to happen even on the Jib Jib TV. Even there, it, like they should have just made it, it a thing. It needed to happen at the moment that John Morrison found out that Miz was faking the injury. Yeah, yeah. At that moment, Morrison should have been like. He's like a couple I've of been weeks ago. A you beat down for you. Yeah, then, I've been taking yeah. a beat down because you were injured and you're not injured, right? So, um, but yeah. But so yeah. now we're it's gonna go ahead, time. and now we're gonna move on to the best. So we're gonna go in the reverse order we did. So what was the best singular moment of the weekend for everyone? Becky so we can't say CM Punk back. <laughs> we can't say CM Punk. No, Becky coming back. Becky's return. So, so of of those, here's the deal. I'm gonna agree. Becky's return. That moment when her music hit and she come out. She looked best good, man. She looked refreshed. Mm-hmm. She looked mature. 
If that makes she, sense. She made me angry with how good she looked being nine months after having a baby. Um, she glowed like a mother. Why are glows. you jealous? Because he I, wants to look that good after having a baby. Yeah, it's been, it's been three years, and I still don't look that good. <laughs> okay, have no so, excuse. Someone been, been eight years. <laughs> someone has not experienced sympathy. It it one hundred percent happens. Husbands often go through a whole lot of the same stuff women do for no reasons oh. other than their brains. No, I'm not saying pain wise. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I'm saying. The, the simple fact is they we gain they, weight. We gain weight on it, uh, all of this stuff, and and then it's hard for us to to turn things around afterwards. Especially since the, in here in America, the men have to go back to work in a couple days usually, right? Okay, yeah, so true. so so there we're certain, back at work and all this stuff. There's certain nutritional things that are not good nutritionally for us. Um, that that infants in the womb need, mm-hmm. like high fat content, high carbohydrate content, and so when you're being told to go, um, I really want McDonald's French fries. Your ass gets McDonald's too. Mm-hmm. I really Regardless want. Of, <laughs> I really want ice cream. I'm, you're buying I'm, a bucket of ice cream, um, yeah. and all of this stuff. And so it's not uncommon for guys to get as out of shape. As as they've ever been in their lives. Um, oh man, it's a lot harder sense. for them to recover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nine months later, and you know, here three years later. Look at look at Seth's fat ass. Do you see how fat Seth is now? Well, here I I'm I'm gonna use a different different example. We're gonna go back to and and I'm I'm gonna be clear. I'm not uh, denigrating him in any way, God shape, damn, or form. That's good. But uh. But have you looked at John Moxley since the baby was born? That's legit. <laughs> he is, he, is he not... had abs before. He has abs now. Yeah, he. There's a reason they call it a dad bod. He is. <laughs> he is on the verge of dad bod. He's still. He's still fucking ripped in terms of muscles. He just has this extra not layer stomach. on top of him. Yeah, exactly. Just has this extra layer on top now. Um, and you know that's because he's up at three a.m. feeding a baby or or yeah. helping his wife feed a baby or yep. you know and there's a lot of things that go into it but yeah and but, the, and the baby doesn't care if you just did a prom or just just did a match uh-huh. at eleven o'clock at night yeah right. doesn't care right baby needs needs the diaper change new nappy now chop to it that's it uh, <laughs> I seem to have soiled myself mother. Yeah. I, I need a new nap. I need a new nappy now because in ten minutes I'm gonna soil it, and I'm not gonna shit in a dirty diaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's so legit. Get it on me now. Um, and if you love your spouse, you get up and do it. Mm-hmm. So. So so in in the end, uh, you know, she came out. It, that's the moment of of the weekend for me. Best moment. Um, as long as we're not including CM Punk. Right, which we've already established we're not. Becky's music hitting and her coming out was like uh, second for me. Uh, Edge's entrance, brood. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, I really wish Gangrel had been there with him. It it sure would have been nice. Christian couldn't have been. Yeah, we knew Christian wasn't, but it sure would have been nice. Gangrel's a free agent. You just pay him a couple (laughs) bucks to come and show up. 
and come up in that entrance with, with or come the, up with and the... Ed just choking him and just, just lets him drop. Mm-hmm. That would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I even even a passing of the torch. Uh, they come up. Gangrel's got the uh, goblet of red viscous fluid, um, and he hands it to Edge and then leaves. And Edge, you know, walks to the ring with it or whatever. You know, drinks a, a little bit of, of the, the blood. Moment. Yeah. yeah, the passing of the torch moment and everything. I, I, but but even without that, the brood theme, the coming up through the 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 trapdoor elevator with the fog and everything. That's that was the secondary moment of the weekend for me. That's good. But one. but Becky's Becky's return, uh, up until <sighs> what happened after. I don't know. the The other one I would give you is that is Walter losing. I I uh, deeply enjoyed Dragonoff getting the win. Okay, well that, that was a phenomenal match. Yep, loved it. So, so uh, we're it'll come in, up later, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. We're we're in more or less agreement on Becky though, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I don't know, JLB. Sure. Yeah, Becky. No, okay. Becky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna move on to breakout star of the weekend. Drag it off. Yep. Drag it off. And here is where uh, people are gonna hate me. Kyle O'Reilly. Gonna hate me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For me, Kyle O'Reilly looked like the bigger star, and and um. God, I I am just. I, I, I'm just preparing myself for the internet hate uh, coming. The hate that's going to come. Um, it's, it's Dragunov. <laughs> Dra- Dra- Dragunov does nothing for me. Like he, wow. he I, I will call him. I will say it's the Daniel Bryan syndrome for me. I 100% appreciate how good he is there. I 100% appreciate that he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. But, but I feel nothing for him. Like, what did he say in his promo? I didn't catch that. He said uh, the general has fallen. Uh, long, long live, live the czar. Oh, the czar. Okay, the Russian czars. Yeah. So, um, but and and, and I, the thing is, I want to wanted to be in on, uh, and I watched last year's match of the year candidate match between them, and I wanted to, and I just like I can't. Which match is better? It. I didn't watch last year's Dragon Off and Walter. I I'm not the person to ask on this because uh, okay. in the end, like I <laughs> I appreciate the matches, but there were dozens of matches last year that I appreciated more because mm. I I was invested in the characters, and I I just can't get in on him. I, I will say, about him. I'll make an honorable mention. Had she won. Hands down, Dakota Kai would have been the breakout star of the night. Her reversals in that match were fire. I, uh, Everything I Dakota did in that match was fire. I, now, I, I could have mentioned Raquel that match in one, one of the worst segments there. because, uh, <laughs> or, or even in one of the most predictable moments. Um, if only from the standpoint of we know the rumors, not rumors, the, the reports about the direction NXT is going starting next week. Um, and and that is they're retooling it and it's going to be more about 
uh, finding the big people that Vince McMahon thinks are the stars of the future. I don't and think he feels that way about women, though. For the most part, I don't. But if you're if you're Vince McMahon with your general attitude, uh, in general, I mean, here's the deal: Charlotte Flair uh, got to the top because she's really good. She's got the Flair name, but she's also taller than tall. most other women, so she towers yep. in the ring. And I looked at this match and I said, prior to these changes coming, I could have seen Dakota Kai winning it. But as soon as this announcement was made, I thought mm. to myself, Dakota Kai is not winning this match. And I Kelly wish she Kay, had. I wish Why? she would have, because this is a chance. She is a potential future star on the main roster, in my book. Yeah. And, and, and as I don't want to speak down about Raquel Gonzalez because I do think she also has the potential for in this situation the better performer did not win no and the better performer is losing out to the um, still not ready for prime time in my opinion Raquel Gonzalez so um, but but yeah for me it, Kyle O'Reilly was the the Breakout star of so the is, weekend for me is Kelly K, uh, the girl that came out right afterwards to kind of be like, "Hey, Kylie Ray, Kylie Ray, Kylie Ray." Sorry, yeah, Kylie Ray. Um, yeah, is she what Vince is uh, kind of looking for? Sort of idea. I've never seen her fight. She's so. closer. Um, I I don't know how old she is. Because I wasn't sure the why they were building up a feud there. I'm like, okay, why are you setting this up? Like, aren't you rebranding? Why are you giving us any stories right now? I thought their whole goal was to cut everything, cut every story, and then start from scratch. Oh. They did that for the. Uh, I guess I could give I could give two shits what Vince wants to do with the women's division because at the end of the day, he's misused Tony Storm. He's gonna misuse um, Tegan Knox. They are saying Noxy, which is way too close to what. Um, Mr. Smarks was nervous, nervous was about. about Shotzi um, is is going to be misused. They're going to misuse everybody, including Charlotte, because she is being misused because she should be putting other people over at now her yeah. 11th title reign. Um, they're going to mi misuse everybody but Becky. Mm -hmm. Becky will be yeah. the only one who doesn't get misused. Yeah. So uh, Kaylee Ray is 29 years old. So she's under the 30-year-old threshold. That Vince McMahon, but not by much. Squeaked by. Uh, squeaking by there. Um, she's uh, billed at five foot eight. Um, so she's taller oh, than than most. Um, she, and she's a long running uh, NXT UK champion. Um, mm. So she. Let's figure out how long it was. Um, she's the one who knocked off Tony Storm, isn't she? I believe so. So nine months, ten months. So um, Kaylee Ray, six hundred and forty-nine days. Oh shit, she had it for two years. Yep. Crap. Um. Damn, that's a long time. Yeah, she she beat Tony Storm, who had it for two hundred and thirty days. Tony Storm, of course, had beat Rhea Ripley. Um. Yep. And so. So she she is the longest reigning NXT UK champion, uh, Behind women's Walter. champion, yeah, yeah, women's champion. I need to say, um, and and so obviously someone in WWE is is high on her Triple H. Um, I 
Nick Khan in the interview that I uh, mentioned earlier said um, that the retooling of NXT is still going to be led by Triple H. Um, but I, I doubt Triple H uh, knows that. <laughs> I 100% feel like uh, Triple H is setting up what he wants to happen, but then on uh, when they go and film for this next couple weeks, because the next, I think it's supposed to be the next three weeks of NXT TV are going to be pre-taped. They're going to film them all in advance and, and then uh, uh, take time to retool and everything. Take a uh, break, bitches. I, I have a feeling that no matter what they set up on this, there's going to be a lot of things that change once it comes. Uh, but Kaylee Ray is probably close enough to what Vince sees in a future women's champion ish um i think raquel gonzalez is probably closing Here, here's the deal is, uh what vince probably wants from uh, uh nxt women's uh champion is or a wwe women's champion is if you were to drop charlotte Rhea, and raquel it, it, it would be it would be uh China with slightly less muscles and and more feminine, um, and it would it, we'd have a roster of them, or a whole bunch of really sexy ladies, um, and, and and unfortunately, what we want it to be is a bunch of really good wrestlers. Um, yeah, and and that's what they've had for the last five years. You know, NXT especially, the women's roster there has been absolutely stacked. But, uh, you know, I said before, I'm worried about Candice LeRae. Um, she's going to be missing time because they're having a baby. So um, I worry about Johnny Gargano because he doesn't fit anything Vince McMahon wants in the long run. Uh, do I think they're going to come in and just immediately cut almost all the roster? No, because they have to sign enough new people first. But, you know, there, there's a big talent that they signed, and I can't remember his name offhand, uh, but he's a, he's a football player, and a lot of people call him the next Brock Lesnar. And I anticipate as soon as they think he's even close to ready for TV, he's going to come in and mop the floor with almost all the guys, and he's going to become their new champion. Day. Hey, remember when Ryback was the next Goldberg? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Vince doesn't learn from that. It's like, we're going to keep doing that. Remember? Dominic Mysterio is the next Rey Mysterio. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear those words come out of anyone else's mouth who was a wrestling fan. <laughs> come on back, oh, bud. we got a podcast. Sorry. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. I, I, I said a name, and I went, oh. So, moving on. Uh... <laughs> Best performance of the weekend. Best overall performance. This isn't the best match. The so best performance by an individual, yeah. yep. best um, individual is, is uh, again, it's it's uh, it's Dakota Kai. She carried wow. that match. She was great. Here's the deal. Every other match took two people to do it. Raquel Gonzalez was not great during that match. Dakota Kai was phenomenal. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, I'm going to say Walter. 
uh, because he did everything that the monster heel is supposed to do in that match and lost. Um, That's fair. Uh, he beat the tar out of Dragonoth. Oh, right? the, the, um, the bruises. Just the drag- <laughs> literally, his, his chest looks like, like chopped beef. Like, yeah, literally, you so went, went to the store and got ground beef. And that's my chest now. <laughs> right there. Like, he got um, one too many acupunctures on his chest. Just like, just a bunch of... Yeah. I, uh... There was that point in the match where Dragonoff had already hit his finisher, and I can't remember what it's called, the Russian attack or something like that, I can't remember, and failed, you know, failed to get the pin, and he got up and he decided to chop Walter, and I was like, no, no, that is not what you do. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, this is danger. You're gonna danger, die. Will Robinson, danger. <laughs> this is, no, this is, you don't yeah. chop uh, no, he's Walter. Dead. <laughs> you, you don't throw Triple H into the ropes. These are these are things you don't do, right? Um, <laughs> right. Walt, Walter's gonna take a couple chops and then he's gonna turn around and he's gonna chop your, <clears throat> like his hands gonna go through your chest. Yeah. Um, and and sure enough, he did. But but on top of it, and this is why is Walter did the thing and put over the the new talent. The, the I'd say new. I mean, he had match of the year candidate last year. Um, but he he did what he needed to do. He he and put him over huge, because what what was the final tally on his uh, his reign eight hundred and some days? Yeah, yeah something was... like that. <clears throat> Very long reign. I felt like he was the only NXT UK champion or something like. <laughs> oh, there were others, but. Oh, it's certainly Man, been it's a hot minute. Really, really hard to look him up on Wikipedia because too many Walters. There's so many Walters. <laughs> there we um, go. Walter, Austrian professional wrestling uh, championship reign, NXT UK champion. Walter. October 1997. Days. 870 days. That's crazy. 870 days. Uh, so, so he put over the guy, and and he did it, and he he still looks strong in doing it. And I've said, monster heels, uh, heels just in general. Their their whole thing is to make the good guy, the face, look great, and he did mm-hmm. his job there. Um. Even though I'm I'm not a Dragon Up fan, I just can't get into him. The match itself, I can't take anything away from the match. The match was right. quality, right? It did it didn't deserve to be on any of the worst lists. It didn't. It was a great match. I just like, you know, we all have have those. Uh, some people can't watch Tom Cruise movies, no matter how action packed they are, <laughs> because it's Tom Cruise. I just can't. I don't know. Can't get behind. I don't and no matter to. how impossible the mission is. This Doesn't mission matter. Just, just got kidding. a whole lot more impossibler. <laughs> impossibler. Anyways, so JLB, best performance. Uh, best performance. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to go with uh, Seth Rollins in the uh, Edge versus Seth match. I thought uh, Seth just. I'm both men, really, um, but 
whatever. If I have to give it to one I, person, maybe even Edge. I could probably give it to Edge, actually. I mean, to me, if and we're going to get to match of the night in just a bit. But, uh, you know, to me, if we were limiting it to just one night, right, Edge versus Seth would probably be Hands match down. of the night. Hands yeah. down. For, for yeah. that night. Um, we have two nights to put on, so uh, we'll keep you in suspense on whether that makes it. NXT probably two... knocks it off. Yeah. Um, but so we'll move on to under hype of the night. What was the thing that wasn't talked about and turned out to be phenomenal? Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Becky coming back. Becky's coming back. back, maybe. You know, I don't know. Um, but that was, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the only thing I could really think. <laughs> Becky's Becky return, return, return yeah. in and of itself. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say the return of Brock, uh, was an underhype of the night because, uh, we didn't... nothing was mentioned. There wasn't even any hints or anything. Yeah. I mean, with... with well, aside from the dirt sheets, but, you know. Well, with with Becky, it's been every pay-per-view for the past, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just trying to say you do it bad. Uh, <laughs> that's what he was talking about. <laughs> yes, that's what I was talking about. Um, His with, tone with is Becky, just really bad. With Becky, we've had rumors of her returning yeah. on almost every pay-per-view oh. over the last, like, five months, right? Um, well, because she, she was the one trolling, and then this one, she didn't boast Yep, she's anything. been trolling since WrestleMania, you know? Yep. Um, and then she didn't for this one, so it, I think it probably still wins. Uh, but with Brock, the last thing we saw Brock, he was helping out at a meat counter. You know, uh, uh, it had nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever. And it's like, oh, here he is. And oh, look, and at, then, look at that cool, stupid ponytail. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, his ponytail's almost as shitty as mine. So uh, I guess almost. I still win shitty. <laughs> I don't actually have it in a ponytail right now, but it's the same sort of thing. Anyways, um, but I'm, I, he, we probably weigh about the same. I'm just five foot seven and, and round. And he's yeah. six foot four. And he looks like he's actually bulked up. Yeah. Oh, he, he definitely. Well, um, and I don't he's know. He's probably if it's, 30 pounds heavier. I mean, I, he's I, crazy. I don't know if he's necessarily heavier or, or just thinner, like around the waist. Could right? be. He I, just looks bigger. I was like, dude. Because. Because uh, in his previous times here on WWE, he's been he's been kind of like uh, shoulders and then waist. It comes in a little bit, but he's round at the waist. But here, it was like shoulders, waist. It was like mm-hmm. big old V now. It was like, oh. Um, so, so I don't know if he's added a whole lot of muscle up here or just lost a whole lot of the chubby down here. But one way or another, he looked fucking jacked. The meat uh-huh. counter that you saw that picture of, yeah, yeah, he ate that whole cow. Yeah, probably killed. Only him with took his him own two hands. days. <laughs> yeah, bare hands. <laughs> just ripped it apart. <laughs> he he butchered it with his bare hands. No knife. He just like. I, I do get. I do he get. Killed him with the F five. I get a level of, of excitement for him because there's not a lot more opportunity to talk about him because it wasn't that great. But I get a level of excitement for him because he's legitimate. 
he is of the WWE roster. If if uh, Chuck Liddell today, out of his prime as a fighter, met just about any member of the WWE roster in a dark alley and had to fight him, Chuck Liddell's still going to win. Brock, he's not going to beat. Brock is legitimately one of the top 100 most destructive human beings on the planet. But, I'll, you know, and so so it's 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 a runner-up for underhype of the night because it was also something, but I think Becky returning is the... Yeah. Which also yeah. brings us to the next one, the OMG moment of the night. Um, Becky, uh, no, my OMG moment is the is the uh, AA from the top rope. I really was like, "Holy shit, Cena's gonna win this!" Yeah, that, that was is the moment cool. where I was like, "Holy crap, Cena's gonna be a seventeen-time champion." That um, was my OMG moment. There, uh, there would have been an also OMG Raquel chokeslam from the middle rope. Yeah. There would have been an OMG moment for for Cena for me if they would have kept the the um, cameras officially rolling and kept the thing going to watch. Yeah, when Brock destroyed him after Brock just suplexing the crap out of him, um, but that that didn't actually happen on screen. So, um, yeah, I mean. It, it, for me, the OMG moment is probably Becky because that's that was the one that I didn't see coming uh, specifically. Yeah. There weren't a whole lot of others. Like um, Damian Priest winning wasn't an OMG moment. No. Uh, Dewdrop turning on Ava Marie was not a OMG moment. Um, RK Bro winning the titles not RK an Bro OMG moment. The only OMG about that was it didn't also feature... Randy Orton RKOing his partner after winning. Right. Um, like, I totally expected that to happen. We won. Hey, great. Bam. RKO. Now we're partners, but I I beat the shit out of you afterwards. I'm abusive. Well, they've done that Shin- before, though. Shinsuke's guitarist being in the ring. I went, oh, oh. gee, why is he in the ring? He so shouldn't pointless. be in the ring. However, <laughs> I, I, the get, ring? I get Pat McAfee all the fucking kudos in the world just for jamming. He was the boobs. But yeah, Um, I I, I didn't get any of those extra segments. I'm like, why are you wasting so much time? What's going on? Yeah, that 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 really could have been on one of the pointless moments uh uh things. Like, hey, let's have let's have Rick Boogs play Shinsuke's music for him to come out and not do anything. That's it. Or at least have him face like Cesaro or something. Like, whatever. Just get a match going. <laughs> Give yeah, me something. Do something. Just have, do something. Um, have Corbin come out and beg for the, an opportunity at the title. Yeah. Or the crown. Yeah, well, he faced uh, he faced uh, Big E, uh, Big though, E on the kickoff. kickoff. Big E won and got his briefcase back. He did, however, manage to turn $30 into $100 uh, gambling afterwards in Vegas. He did? Yeah, he his, went to Vegas. Yep. His, uh, well, no, went to Vegas. He was in Vegas. <laughs> his luck might be turning. He was going to go get Corbin. a full-on meal. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> okay, moving on. We've only got two more. Best move of the night. Oh, oh, I guess I, I guess I kind of said that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, this could be the AA off of the top rope. 
Because in terms of moves uh, of the night... That was pretty devastating. That that was pretty. Um, you know... Uh, Ra- Raquel's choke slam is up there. Um, maybe. Um, you know, I, I, I guess I we should have said... Busting out... Here, here's mine. I'm going to say busting out the, the handcuffs. That is a great move. It didn't win in the match, but it was a great move on his uh, it behalf. It would have been it would have been best move of the night if you would have used it to actually win the match. Because yeah. here's the deal: is you know it's a cage match. The whole thing is you lock them up and you go to the other side and you climb out and they can't stop you and you, you win. That's right? legit. That would have worked. Yeah. Uh, that would have worked. Uh, but instead, you lock him up, and then you decide to try to be- beat him some more, and then you. Oh. But not with the chair that's in the ring. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. With no, your with, foot. Or yeah, or the that's injured. Or, or yeah, your injured leg. That sounds like a good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, poor decision. So yeah, so so we didn't talk about it in the worst because it didn't belong in the worst. But that that was the the head scratcher moment for me is the way that match <laughs> ended. Right, it was such a great first two falls and 90% of the third fall and just the ending was underwhelming to me. Yeah, I didn't get what was going on. I'm like, but you handcuffed him. What? I was like, oh, but he was able to put the the ankle lock on with one, you know, and I'm like, it it was it was underwhelming. And and I don't know, maybe maybe if they would have stretched it out a little bit longer before he submitted, right? Mm. him fighting him fighting him fighting and ah showing agony and then finally i can't take it anymore i tap or whatever maybe but maybe it was just he tapped too quick but i was, at the end i was like wait it's done that was it is that, there another match coming what's going on the, <laughs> is there another the fall, fall? Yeah, wait <laughs> okay so the final category match of the night. I Match think JLB and I agree on this. <laughs> Walter Dragonov. Hands no. down the match of the weekend. My eyes could not be peeled off of it. There were I had to pee and I waited. And it, it was, was long. Good. It was a long yeah. match too. It but was it was so worth every good. Minute. Oh. Um, every time every time Walter wound up for for one of his chops, I was just like Oh, I don't know how dragging off to those chops. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How, like, oh, that hit him in the neck. I think he and he was he, so okay, hyper he all the time. Head. Yeah, he was, was so hyper so all the time. He's like, "Yeah, I'm back at it." I'm like, "Oh my god, bro, why aren't yeah. you like down I, there?" I'm not gonna disagree doing? with you on this because again, <laughs> I. I 100% give Dragonov and, and Walter both all the kudos in the world for their skill, right? I've given Daniel Bryan matches. Pro. But you're going to um, say Seth and Edge. No, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. It, that that was oh. the match match of the weekend, Holy right? Shit. Okay. I, I just, like like I say, from, from an absolute match standpoint, I can't argue with that, right? Hmm. I just can't get into him, right? Um, and so, so in the long run, it's not going to make me decide to start tu- tuning into NXT UK because no, that it won't do. You know, because no, he's time. a champion. But I'm like, eh, nah, because time, right? Yeah, um, and and thing is, I don't, I don't know NXT UK well enough to know if there was someone on their roster that uh, that I might. Well, everybody you knew about is now actually on WWE. Like, I think Walter is coming over to the States now. 
I think he's finally been I don't bought. think so, though. No, because I think he was still wants to stay kind of like he doesn't want to be a permanent resident kind of thing. Yeah. So he, I don't know. He 100% has said he has no interest in being uh, on on main roster yeah. whatsoever. No, no interest. So let's see here. Um, list of WWE personnel from NXT UK. Uh, the UK branding isn't uh, the revamp. Rather, has nothing to do with UK. That's just going to stay the same. Or mm-hmm. uh, we uh, we don't know. But for the most part, I think NXT UK is is uh, just safe. Okay, fair. Afterthought. Um, Noam Dar. I like him. I recognize that name on this. Jordan Devlin, we know, and uh, he's he's really good. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, we got to see a few times, and I like him. Tyler Bate and Trent Seven, uh, I, I like, so I can definitely say on, the, on those. Uh, but then there's a lot of people here that I'm like, eh, I don't I don't know them very well. Um, mm. So um, yeah. And then now Walter and Dragonov. Oh yeah. Except not a dragon off because you don't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can say I know Joseph Connors a bit because he used to team with uh, Joe Hendry, and uh, so my my ringtone is Joe Hendry's play Joe Hendry's music, which mm-hmm. has and Joseph Connors. Um, but that's about it. But yeah, I mean, here's the deal. It's in the end, it was a phenomenal match. I can't argue with that. I'm just not into Dragunov's character. I'm not into him, so it doesn't draw me to watch more of the thing. But as, as a standalone match, uh, compared to all the other matches of the weekend, um, yeah. If if but takeover the Russian exist, dude not being the bad guy is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> if, ta- if takeover didn't exist, it would be Seth versus Edge. But like I said, takeover yeah. exists, and we're doing the whole weekend, so I can't say. However, I think, I think there were two on NXT that were better than Seth versus Edge, though. I also think Gary and Cross and, and Joe was better than Seth versus Edge by a split hair. I, I mean, see. not by a lot. Whereas Volta Dragonov was drastically the best match of the weekend. See, for me, the the Joe versus Karrion, it drug a bit. And, and maybe some of it was uh, because I knew how it was going to end. You know what I mean? Not how, but could be the thing. You know, there there was no suspense to it because here's the deal: is the Edge versus Seth Rollins. I didn't know how that was going to end. It could have gone either way, right? Right. Uh, Seth could have won. True. Edge could have won. E- you know, either one could have been putting over the other as as good. And and so, in fact, I I'm not even sure if I remember how I predicted it. Um. On the wrestling pool. And yeah, I don't know. I can't help you with that either. <laughs> I don't look at them until like the next pay per view. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I might. Uh, I might look yeah. at them earlier this year, this time around. Let's see here. I predicted Seth Rollins winning by a pin, and I was oh, wrong. Look how wrong so, you were. <laughs> well, I. I didn't do great, but you I didn't know you have no chance. I don't know how you suck so hard on this. Like Th- this, this, this year, year. I, 
This year I've been Last bad. year you did for- like half the year and you were like killing it. Yeah. It didn't make um, any sense. <laughs> I I was correct on Roman Reigns but I I thought it would be submission. I was incorrect on Nikki winning uh and who took the pen. Um uh I was I was I, I was incorrect on the uh, Lashley versus Goldberg match only because I listened. Yeah, you were stupid. No, only because Goldberg. Don't only listen because, to my co-host. Yeah, only because I, I, <laughs> I listened to your other podcast and I was like, well, you know. And then I read and I was like, oh, well, he is right. The Goldberg has two matches left, so this is one of his matches. So he wins it and then loses it back. Um, so so right I, and, for and not and then. And, and then the other thing was, I was like, well, I, it doesn't look like many other people are choosing Goldberg. So this is this is my chance to, if I'm right, it puts me ahead of other people and, and makes up some ground. So um, uh, I, I was correct Number on Usos. Uh, I was correct on Damian Priest. Uh, yeah. I uh, took a chance... Um, and because I really didn't give a crap about the match, I was like, uh, maybe they give gender the win. I don't know. Um, <laughs> snap. Um, you were so wrong. I yeah. was wrong, but I, that was just me. But I mean, to be fair, it. he didn't know Drew McIntyre was going to wield a sword at some point. Like, yeah, I didn't, if I didn't that figure was going to be a spot, an attempted and... murder. Yeah. Um, I was correct on RK Bro. I was correct on Alexa Bliss and the Dewdrop turn. Um, For sure. I, did we even have a mention of the twenty four seven championship? Nope. So, so technically, I won that side bet. You said no one, or you said I, Reggie keeps it. I said Reggie would still be twenty four seven champion. But if if you look at your other fellow compadres that are playing, they all said the same thing. So technically, yeah, you're like, generic, bud. You're generic. No, I I still <laughs> won it. I just won it with everyone else. Um, <laughs> That's fair. And and I'm I the don't... only one that won the debuts. I said Brock and <laughs> Becky. Screw you all. <laughs> yeah. Um. I uh. I don't know if they confronted anyone giving uh, Corbin money through the night. No, um, I don't that didn't happen. know if they even mentioned that at all. So, but uh, one way or another, I mean, I freaking hope not because I'm not going to go through the whole freaking pay per view to try and find that. <laughs> so, someone had to give him the thirty dollars. Oh, that's fat fudge! I hope not. Damn it! All right, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I don't think they they showed it at all. And I said no one would give him money, so I hope That's no one did. It. Anyways, so so we all agree on match of the night, surprisingly, right? Yeah, yeah I really thought going. you were going to say something else. No, I, I like I said before, I I appreciate his skill. I one hundred percent agree that he's one of the better wrestlers in the world today, and I I, I just can't get into it. I just can't. And like we've said before with Daniel Bryan, we can you can 100% appreciate someone as a wrestler and not like them as a wrestler. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. uh, and, and that's the way it is with, with Dragunov for me. I, I I see him. I appreciate his skill. I just I can't get behind him. So That said, we should bring up a point that we talked an awful lot about NXT in the best, and it's about to not be the same thing. Yes. 
This so. I, and and the thing is, I've I'll even say, even though we talk about it in the best, this was not even the best NXT pay per view. No, of the year. no. And you know what's so messed up to make matters even worse? Sonia Deville was on the kickoff show and she was talking about the Bel Air and Banks match. Like, mm-hmm. what? You're the boss of the division. Yeah, like, come you're, on, you're, man. You, you replaced Stephanie. <laughs> Straight like up. Stephanie's tired from creating women, so Sonya <laughs> has to create has to maintain women's wrestling. I guess so. That's it. But um uh. in the end, like I said, this wasn't even this wasn't even top three of of the NXT pay-per-views of this year. Uh but the sad thing is it's probably gonna be the last of the great NXT pay-per-views. Yeah, and this is no takeover Brooklyn. Yeah. And maybe they'll prove us wrong, but in the end, takeovers will never be the same, right? I I mentioned the the thing that got me watching NXT was uh, Gargano versus Almas, right? I watched that match. I I didn't watch NXT before that. I caught that match, and I was like, I I'm in. I'm here for this. And Andrade versus Gargano is 100% not the way. NXT is going. No, um, that is the the epitome. Just of... just the changing of the color and, and lighting in NXT uh-huh. is going to hurt it because Almas looked like a big dude, and Karrion Cross looked like a big dude. Like they looked like big people because of the way the the rings were set up and everything. Uh-huh. And we've seen them on main roster with the rings being set up different, and you're like, oh, they're they're not as big as I thought. Uh-huh. Without really any basis for comparison, other than other big people, like yeah, I, they want I, to put more lights as well or something. They just uh, I don't know if it's if go, more. Or they, they said they want to the light the ring. arena better. Get rid of yeah. the black ring, make it brighter. But I mean, some of it is if, if you watch a WWE show, they light the crowd because they want to show the crowd there and how big and all that stuff. Right, and in NXT, especially in the most that. recent, they, they put the lights down on the crowd to focus the lights on the ring. And right. so that's reportedly going to change. It makes your uh, wrestlers look bigger than life. And then getting rid of the black ring and going back to a standard blue-gray you know, canvas, blue canvas um, all of that stuff. It's it's not going to be the NXT that... And, and here's the deal is... Um, Man, this is going to be two weeks in a row I talk about Enzo on this show. Uh, Enzo gave an interview, and uh, he, he said people like to say AEW created a revolution in, in wrestling. And AEW does, does deserve some credit, but the revolution was created by NXT. NXT started the revolution in pro wrestling. AEW took up the mantle and, and ran with it. And the NXT that started that revolution is dying now yeah and gonna be replaced by more of the same i would contest that the revolution actually started with impact doing a six-sided ring it really i mean that's 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 the sowing of the seeds yes more happened later Mm -hmm. and the ones who really who really started to to work on harvesting the product was nxt you're right 
but impacts made made us go it doesn't have to be what it is there's a certain amount to that um but, but that it, was it, also like what in 2004 yeah but yeah absolutely much. And but and then much. it failed, you know. And but yeah. I, like with NXT, yeah. the big thing is, it it was the first time that a wrestling promotion, um, in this case WWE as their developmental, said we're going to focus more on the wrestling than than the storylines for a bit, and that was new at the time to wrestling in this generation. And I'm I'm gonna say it's not that it's new in the whole. I mean, New Japan has done it for a long time. It's existed, but in American wrestling, since WCW went under, um, and even with WCW, WCW had phenomenal wrestlers, but they focused heavily on the storyline. Um, and NXT would... came along and said, "We're gonna prioritize work rate. We're gonna bring in these phenomenal wrestlers, and we're gonna have them compete. And we're, there's gonna be stories, right? But you're not gonna have Duke the Dumpster Drozzy on this show, right? Uh, y- you can have some crazy things here, but but in the end, it's gonna be about the wrestling. And that's and that opened the door for AEW to come along and say we're the best professional wrestling." company on the planet and it yeah, opened the do sports entertainment it, yeah and it opened the door for cm punk to say i am the best professional wrestler in the world um oh i loved how he disregarded the wwe he's like when i left roh i left wrestling mm-hmm. and now august 20th 2021 i came back to wrestling I God, was like, oh my God. Done that. If he could have only done that six weeks or six days, or I'm sorry, seven days earlier on the very first rampage, if he'd have been at the very first rampage, it would have been 16 years to the day from when he left ROH. Uh-huh. Mm. I, I, I would not doubt that AEW hoped for that to happen, but um, couldn't get the deal done in time, and so that's when they double booked into into Pittsburgh for the first rampage. Yeah, uh, but that's because here's the deal. They announced Pittsburgh uh, Dynamite, then Pittsburgh Rampage, and then uh, Milwaukee Dynamite. I think it was Milwaukee. Mm. No, Milwaukee's coming up this week. Where? Oh, Houston Dynamite. Houston Dynamite because it was uh, Sammy Guevara's hometown. And then Chicago um, Rampage. Uh, and then they didn't announce a Rampage, and then they announced the following week Milwaukee. Uh, Dynamite, and they uh, announced a Rampage. I can't remember where it's going to be. But they left this blank second week Rampage, and they announced then uh, the Chicago Rampage for right before All Out. So they announced other Rampage, but they left this Rampage blank. And and I think it was because they wanted Chicago to be the first Rampage, and they couldn't make it work, but they were dead set on trying to make it work for the second week. You guys really know how to make a fella feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love so, that. Um, there's so and and uh, us mentioning uh, Dynamite this week. I feel like because this always replaces our regular wrestling roundup show where we talk about crimes and all of that stuff. And I feel like it is very much important for us to say another huge moment in professional wrestling was Sammy Guevara in his hometown getting a, a victory against uh, Sean Spears on the same night that he gets engaged. 
Um, it's really cool. Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. And um, I was watching it with my wife, and you could tell that his now fiance had no idea that it was coming. Um, and he, he uh, Sammy, has grown so much as a as a performer in the, in not in the ring because he has in that, but as a performer as a personality that he he was able to drag that along and make it so she didn't see it coming. Because he was able to say thank, thanks to all my fans, thanks to all this stuff. Can't even thank my fans without also thanking the person who's been by my side, my girlfriend. She's right out there. In fact, I tell you what, come up into the ring. I want everyone to thank you for being by my side. And she comes up into the ring. And, and you can tell she doesn't, like most girls at this point, would probably be Woman. spotted. Wait, why is he calling me into the ring? Right. But because he played it off as I'm thanking my fans, I'm thanking all of this stuff, he was able to keep it going long enough for him to propose to her in the ring there. Um, but the, the this does get a wrestling crime for me because it makes my wife look at me and punch me in the shoulder and say, why couldn't you have proposed to me like that? Because I'm, I'm not, not a professional, a professional wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> I'm not world and I don't have a sexy body like Sammy Guevara yeah. does. I can't woo and, you. And, Whoa. and I can't hit the, the 630. Whoa. Until you've seen him in, him in his nothings. Get in don't you talk. <laughs> also, um, uh, wrestling misdemeanor to the fans in Houston for singing every single lyric to Judas. Mm-hmm. Um. That was pretty there, cool, though. That must have been there, really epic awesome. for Jericho. It's, it's one of those things. AEW this week one up to themselves. If if the CM Punk thing didn't happen at the end of the week, which we knew it was probably going to happen, yada, yada, yada. But if it didn't happen, right, we would be talking about Jericho losing to, to the final challenge thing with an arm bar. <laughs> um... We would be talking about the singing Judas all the way to the ring. We'd be talking about uh, Sammy Guevara. We'd be talking about all of the cool stuff that happened on Dynamite. We'd be talking about Sting's first match back in a ring, st- you uh, know, a- a- on TV. Taking on a powerbomb through a table and hopping yeah. up like he and was hopping up and, yeah. uh, 22. We'd be talking about him. all of this stuff, uh, uh, but we're not. 2.0 because- getting signed, baby. Someone here is excited about that. Um, (laughs) Someone. Someone. The only thing thing I want is I want 2.0. I want Young Bucks to finish up their their thing with the tag belts and lose their tag belts to Luchasaurus and and, uh, Jungle Boy and everything. And then I want a feud of the old school Young Bucks with the tassels and all of that stuff versus 2.0. Um, I'd be with down the for tassels that. and all of that stuff. Um, um, and and what I and want them to do tassels get tangled together in the match. And what I want them to do is is film that with a 1990s era VHS camera, right? <laughs> and present it in four by three, right? With the oh, graininess, no. um, and and use only period out. music for it, like White Snake and. And uh, <laughs> here I go again on my yeah. own with my tag partner. 
Um, and that I, I, I want I, I want a cinematic match that's that looks like it's from a time capsule. Like, hey, look at this! We found this match. It's two point versus the Young Bucks from nineteen ninety eight. I'd be kind of cool if like this is the Rockers like versus that. the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but. But so, but that's the deal is that, and then they, but they just one up themselves. And now all we can talk about is fucking CM Punk. Um, but, but I it had was. the pleasure was... of talking to people all week long because obviously you guys know as podcasters that there are people who are like, oh, so did you see CM Punk? Nope, I missed it. I have a wrestling podcast, but I missed it. <laughs> so oh, anyway, I had to talk I, to a I bunch of people. I just happened about to it. miss the most biggest uh, thing of the week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I think Smarks is with me on this, if I remember right from all of our past conversations. CM Punk lands in the same category with Daniel Bryan on a very different side. I don't, I don't. CM Punk's okay in the ring. I, I he's a B plus in the ring. Um, but I got everything I want from CM Punk on Friday night. Like um, that's what he does better than anybody else. There's maybe, maybe one talker uh-huh. who, who could be considered better than him. And that's, that's the rock. Yeah. I, I was bigger on him in the ring, but I, you know, he was in ring of honor when I was away from WWE and watching other things and dabbling. And so I saw him in that. And then I saw him come to, to WWE in his early days, the straight edge society days. And, and I enjoyed him and I, I'm a fan of him in the ring, but again, he's also one of the best talkers out there. I, I do want to point out in conjunction with it, um, and and I'm going to preface this by saying I 100% understand that Roman Reigns is going to say stuff to build up his own company because he's a company man, and he's trying to sell his pay-per-view where he had a match against John Cena. But in an interview, he, he talked about it, and he said CM Punk uh, was never as over as The Rock or as John Cena. Um, oh, that shit was he, dumb, and, though. Like yeah, and I, I get it. He's he's a company man and all that stuff. But I want to point out, and I, I mentioned this to you guys that um, in the in the year following CM Punk's leaving WWE, they lost 1.5 million viewers on average, uh, week to week. Right? On average, 1.5 million less people watched after CM Punk was let go. Um, and yes, there were other things that probably happened to cause people to, to stop watching, but a, a large chunk of that 1.5 million people who stopped watching was people who were like, if CM Punk's not here, I'm not watching. Um, and mm. is that as over? I mean, we'd have to go back. I could do the math to figure out after, after The Rock left, how much it, it dropped. Um, I mean, WWE has been on a steady decline ever since though because at at the beginning when cm punk was there but the four weeks prior to his last match they averaged like 4.5 million viewers a night on raw right Mm -hmm. um and they don't even average 2 million now so it's just continued to trend downward for them ever since then now is that can we attest all of that to cm punk no we can attest some of that's dvr yeah, some of it's even some of it's to the fact that the last two years have been shitty writing. Um, yeah. in fact, I would argue a lot of it's the, the last two years have been shitty writing over the um, last two years. Yes, 
Yes. But initially, but, some of that's DVR. I mean, some of that's some of the it's advent DVR. of DVR. Yeah. Um, but but even more than that, it's it's like, you know, I re- I remember in 2019 and 2018 even before we had started this podcast, you and I, Fabe, were were talking, and and we were like, this has got to be some of the worst WWE oh, writing. Absolutely. That we've ever seen, and we couldn't imagine it getting worse, and we were wrong. <laughs> we were very wrong. And then the fiend lost to Seth Rollins in a yeah. Hell in a Cell match yeah. by ref stoppage. Ref stoppage. It's about the and point. then uh, they decided to shove Dominic Mysterio down our throats. Poor Dom. Oh, you never well, get a break. Um, yeah, Fabe, Fabe, he he got me up. Did you? Oh, yeah, the, sorry, Smarks. Sorry, Smarks. I called you me. Jesus, I called you me. <laughs> All right, I guess that means guys. it's time to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, we will go ahead and wrap things up. Though we've <laughs> talked for two and a half hours about professional wrestling, and we hope you enjoyed our talking for two and a half hours about professional wrestling. <laughs> Um, it's a good time. There's a lot to talk about, though. So a lot there was a whole lot to talk about. In yeah. fact, to be perfectly honest, we went through it a lot faster than we probably could have. Uh, we could still be oh. talking about um, really, things, but <laughs> well, we definitely just still be talking about the fact that <laughs> Becky winning in 27 seconds does not hurt that at all. Uh, yeah, it's fair. I could have talked about that for three hours. So <laughs> talked about how it does hurt it, but we will go ahead and close things up. Yeah. He, here's the deal is um, I, I may be on the wrong side of the wrestling fans on lots of things like Dragonov and, and all of this stuff, but I yeah, guarantee you, right, uh, the average listener out there to this podcast is going to be more on my side and JLB's side on this than they are on DA Fabe's side for this. So um, oh, that, the, that was... they can tweet right there at DA Vincent K. Fabe. I won't read it. So fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, he won't. <laughs> he certainly won't respond to it. Um, uh, we'll but... make him read it. We'll definitely make yeah, him read it. Yeah, they, they'll be like, hey, on, on Tuesday, they'll be like, just so you know, on your Twitter, somebody said, <laughs> yeah, you're I, an idiot. I will, actually, I will actually print it out. I will <laughs> put fold it, it up, put it in an envelope. I will put a stamp on it, and I will mail it to you That's so dedication. that you can open so it. So I can read so Jeez, I can read Smart it in three me, weeks. Smart, Smart <laughs> sent me something? What was this? Oh, oh it's a birthday card. Nope. 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 Someone nope. said I sucked on Twitter? That <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. And I'll respond about Christmas time. <laughs> now, now I need to make a, a shirt. Also. That is, a, that is a, a letter that says someone said I sucked on Twitter. <laughs> Signed Sasha Bear. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Sasha Bear. Oh, well, at least we got uh, we got some good ones tonight. Uh, some more T-shirt ideas. I'm I'm really pumped. Yeah, you know, we've got we've got some serious shirts coming out. We got the cop. Uh, cop boat shirt coming out probably in about a month. I'm gonna guess two weeks to it's, a month. It's gonna take um, a few. It's it's design intensive for me. But Smarks just released the uh, the mm-hmm. autograph shirt that we can't that we conceptualized a week and a half ago. 
a week ago. Uh, yeah, it was, it was yeah about a week ago. Um, so, um, and it's already showing up on the Facebook. He will be releasing this week one we conceptualized yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. That he finished tonight. It looks fantastic for a piss at, pissing at podcast. So, um, that's pretty exciting. Why did we decide to do the pissant podcast thing? Because we know. wanted to be a pissant t-shirt company too, but we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't want to copy, you know, AEW uh, for being a pissant t-shirt company. All uh, right. The that killer sixteen-minute thirty-seven-second promo was done by a pissant t-shirt company. It sure were. The killer thirty-two-minute conversation about Becky Lynch. Was done by a pissy ant podcast. So, by the way, also fun little fact: the ice cream bars that were given at the end of the show were actually all by CM Punk. Yep, paid for uh, by CM. Paid Punk. for by CM Punk. So that was pretty badass of him. God, I hope he has a like a a, a track of time that shows that WWE paid him to pay for those. Like this is WWE money right here, just so you know. <laughs> that paid for your <laughs> ice cream bars. I wrote the check in 2015. <laughs> well, there was something they wanted to do like two years ago or something. Yeah, yeah, so no, yeah he, Smarks told me that earlier. Yeah, wow. he he came up with the idea and went to went to that um, company and arranged in for Chicago. it in Chicago. Yeah, it's a Chicago company. Arranged for it two years ago and said whenever i come back to to wrestling we are doing this and uh yeah let's see and they done did it do i want to show uh, we will do um hey what's your favorite color fabe green but i wouldn't wear a green shirt <laughs> he's like damn it <laughs> Zello wear black shirts, and we're going to be going okay. to Zello like, Show. So green's so, fine. So here's what I'll get them ordered here. tonight. I told you as soon as this is over. I I want, I want the Orange. fans to see. I want the fans to see. So we're gonna we're gonna wear design. the same color. Oh, okay. oh Jesus! There we go. That now is you a can, really bright green. That's a Zello Pro green. That's an old picture of me could, from when I was a lot you lighter. You can also get it in a less <laughs> bright green. Oh, there, there you go. That's better. <laughs> um, um, you can get it in any of these colors. So, oh, you want it in red? There you go. Red. Nice. Going to a raw, you probably ought to get yep. the red one. You want it in blue? Going to a SmackDown? That's not SmackDown blue. That's not quite SmackDown <laughs> blue. Um, no. This is probably That's, SmackDown. There we go. There SmackDown blue. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to do an NXT? There's a yellow. Yeah. Let's see. Do we yellow? Oh, that yellow Screens looks horrible. We'll that one right yellow. there. Ah, That's it. So bright. Um, you want to go to an NXT now that they suck? You put on khaki. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, Going to AEW? Yeah, they don't have gold you, shirts. Yeah, but you could do. You could do a black shirt. Or yellow. Black or yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. And that's just this this particular design. uh, This particular shirt. I've got a 
dozen different options of shirts, and each of them has a bunch of different color options. But that so, right there <clears throat> is what the design looks like. Um, so you can get that. You can fill out whatever whatever event you're going to. You can put the date on You can put whatever. And there's plenty of room for as many people as you can to sign it there. Boom, 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 boom. Sign, 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 sign. So, and like, then, if you're going to an AEW event, you get all the wrestlers, and then just because Colt Cabana does, always does autographs, you just have him sign in the margins. Cause, yeah. You know, sign wherever. Or, space. you know, if you know you're going to a big one, get multiple shirts. Ooh. Eh? Or you can customize. Or you can customize the back of your shirt. You sure can. Put put an autograph on front and on back. That's crazy. So glad someone mentioned that because you can customize the shirts on this. There you you go. Go hey. We are very excited about this particular shirt. Just it's a it's a fun one for all of us going to. I mean, I don't know who I'm gonna get signed, but I want one just in case. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that day you meet PCO, aren't you jacked for that? No, definitely not jacked to meet no. PCO. I could give <laughs> two shits. Oh, PCO. Okay, cool story, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Just get out a marker and just write PCO. <laughs> I'm sorry, PCO. I don't have any coke around. My bad, bro. I wanna, I'm not going to like me as a fan. And I am going to put that also on the back. Bam. Let's make it uh, as big as it allows it on the back. So you have plenty of room. Boom. Boom. A boom. And now, now you've got it on the front and the back. Like a boss. price. Only $23.49 in America, plus shipping. Whoa. Um, How much was it before the $23? Let's go back. That's canceled. Because I felt like it was twenty three. <laughs> no. no, it's it's a two dollar upcharge for the yeah, backs. Two dollar upcharge because I, oh, I chose that's not bad. Chose this one. I've I've bought um, several have, shirts from our website. But so it, I, for that one, you it was mean a bit our more, fans this one. brought several shirts? Yeah, someone no, I bought them too. So, so someone you know bought a bunch, right? That was uh that was a three dollar upcharge. Uh, Three dollar and fifty cent upcharge, but but it's still that's still not bad, not too bad at all. So, can you do the other designs on the back? You can. So I could have I could have not a cop and the signature shirt. You sure could. Like, say you wanted this one here. We're gonna choose a different model here, right? Twenty dollars and ninety nine cents with it. It's actually the same guy, but you know, oh, you you want it, and you're gonna get it (laughs) in. Uh, this blue, right? You're going to be going to a going Smackdown. Going to SmackDown. Right? Mm-hmm. So you come here and you go customize. Hey. And you say, I want to customize. I want to put something on the back. And you go design. That's my click. And you go, not a cop. Um, Which one? Probably not the greatest in blue. Yeah. Probably not the greatest for blue. <laughs> Yes, you are correct. <laughs> maybe maybe we don't do not a cop. We could do uh Yeah, we're gonna we do the wrestling belt one. We're gonna get rid of on the one. back. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling belt on the back. We're gonna because we're different. Back. Wrestling cops, that's what I would do. Yeah. We'll do this one on the back. Okay. Oh, nice. Again, that works. We'll make it big. Big there. 
Um, I'm yeah, not going to say that I have that sticker on my vehicle, but I have that sticker on my vehicle. Yeah. And here, you can even go, like here, we go get price here, uh, $25.49. So that's a $5 or $4.50 upcharge, right? But, mm, um, but, uh, but here, uh, let's go crazy. Let's go to here, and we're going to put a design on the shoulder here. And for this one, we are going None to... None of them do... work. Uh, <laughs> nope, none of them work because they're not the right format. Or maybe we got too many. Does it not allow more than one extra? Let's do this. Let's find out. Just for the sake of, of figuring this out. Because I'm just pointing out, you don't, you're not limited to just... Nope, none of them work for the shoulder. They're all too big. Our, our formats aren't for shoulders. Well, apparently our Sorry about that, folks. No. But you can customize your own text. Mm -hmm. But you could. So so you could... Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. We'll say we're going to put the wrestling cops on the back, right? And then on the right, we're going to say Zello Pro uh -huh. 2021. Or... Do, 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 do. <laughs> Smackdown. At Ryan Order.wbu. Sasha Bear. Sasha Bear. Um, you might have to get a baseball jerseys. Yeah, we're going to have to do Raw and Order. Oh, there you go. Kind of weird to have on his sleeve, but you know, whatever floats your boat. Whatever boats you float. Big. Oh, there you go. That kind of works. Right. Still We're going to change weird. the font because we want it to be a cooler font. Um, let's see. What would be a fun font? Hmm. Okay. Can we wrap did this you, up? Did you just say fun <laughs> font? Fun yeah. font. Fun font. Fonts can be fun. Uh, that that first one looks like it's a, a, a bad... Um, uh, there, there we go. We're gonna use that Halloween Town. Oh, oh but make, let us make it small enough there. But that's fine. Perfect. Gonna Great make job. Font a little smaller. It won't let us make it smaller. It won't let us make it any smaller. Okay, we can't use Halloween Town. Okay. Um, you know what we can use? A break from the podcast and finish it up. Yeah. You can't make. Yeah, music. we can. <laughs> we can <laughs> go get so fans, great news. You can go customize this for yourselves. You can put your name there, right? Like I put on the back of this shirt. True. Does your shirt say Smarks? It sure do. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. I don't know if you can see it from the thing. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. <laughs> if we had if we had legitimate baseball jerseys, Sasha Banks would be getting a Sasha Bear jersey from us. You better believe I, I would it's, it's the one her. thing I wish I wish our spreadshot shop had was was the uh, uh, actual big comfy baseball jerseys, big comfy baseball jerseys, the button front jerseys. Yep. Um, but anyways, we will go ahead and wrap this up. We've talked a lot about our merch store and all that stuff. Link is in the doobly doo. Uh, Patreons and the doobly doo, all of that stuff down there. You can follow us on the social media. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU, just like you see down there on there, um, hey. or in the doobly doo. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. Again, I, I apologize. I probably won't respond in a timely fashion. And then you can follow JLB at... if he 
if he doesn't respond, if he doesn't respond, JLB sure will. And you can find me at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand. Haven't done much, but we're also doing a little uh, wrestling talk now. Uh, just kind of more a newsy kind of thing uh, rather than a, a crime kind of thing. So we also have that at Sat WTN Wrestling with everything else. But um, yeah, I, I haven't done anything with Real Talk Radio, but it's still there. Anchor.fm slash RTR. Um, you just yeah. you just dogged on me, and you're uh, you're too busy to show up for your podcast three weeks straight. <laughs> Listen, between school with the design bullshit, I have to get my styles now and shit. I'm not even ready with my portfolio. I am maybe sleep instead of tweet. Sleep instead no, of tweet, bud. Maybe sleep instead of podcast. Huh? Huh? Nope. Nope. That's not an option. No, you're you're already doing option. that one. You're already doing that one. <laughs> that's, that's not an option. But we'll go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Uh, For those who joined us on the live stream, thank you. If you're not on the live stream, try to make it. It's tons of fun, and we'll answer your questions if you have them. Or we'll let you um, book a crime, maybe. Who knows? So join us on that every Sunday night at 1030, every Tuesday night at 1030. Both those times are central. I understand it's late, but it's worth it. Stay up with us. Have fun. Nope. Becky Lynch wasn't in Footloose. Nope. Nope, Becky Lynch wasn't in Footloose. She she wasn't in Footloose. Nope, Becky Lynch wasn't in Footloose. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. I mean, but you're right. She wasn't. She wasn't in in Footloose. Nope. Nope. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, on that note, thank you all for listening. Close this freaking book. You. (laughs)